In a world where the Marks think they know better than the wrestlers and the bookers, the Fantasy Booking Institute exists to pretty much do exactly that. This is a visit from the FBI. Welcome to another visit from the FBI, your weekly dose of pro wrestling fantasy booking. I am your host, Detective Mark Smarts, and I'm joined, as always, by my partners in crime fighting. Starting off, District Attorney Vincent K. Fabe. What's going on, man? How are you? I was good until I realized uh, that Gusher's yogurt's disgusting. Ah, Sour Boy is the worst. That's a BTE reference. Yeah, I would never have even tried Gushers uh, yogurt, and it would never have been on my shopping list. It was my son's doing. It's very cute. <laughs> yeah, very, very cute with an N. Uh, let's just say his son is a very interesting speller. Um, yeah, it happened tonight. He um, he was doing his spelling words, and it's it's the first day of the week, so he's he's made some mistakes. And he spelled cute without an E and added an N in there. And you guys can just imagine that. Yes. I, I needless to say, I took photos and sent it to several friends, <laughs> and then I told them to fix it and never write that word again. Yeah. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> also joining us from up north, JLB. What's going on, man? How are you? <laughs> It feels ah, good, sir. Your it face feels, is I naked. I know, I know, I know. I uh, I always try to trim my beard and uh, ends up not going so well. So it's uneven, and then I just shave it all up. So I, I, I don't I feel like you were just like scared you of beard love. Hmm? I think you're just scared of beard love. I mean, I'm there not. is that. I'm not. No. I feel like beard love needs to be a shirt. (laughs) Yeah, maybe that makes sense. But so, if you are uh, new to this particular show, the uh, Wrestling Booking Unit uh, Fantasy Booking Institute is um, all about uh, fantasy booking things. The rules are really simple. We're going to challenge each other to do some unlikely and, you know, often impossible, actually, thing in the world of professional wrestling. We don't discuss them in advance because we think the challenge is way more fun that way. Uh, Before we get into it, though, I do like to remind everyone that Raw and Order is part of the Tatnus Co. podcast network. So you can head on over. The link's in the doobly-doo. Tatnusco.com to check out the other shows on the network there. Uh, Give them a listen. Check them out and uh, let them know we sent you. Um, but we're going to go ahead and get into the fantasy booking uh, side of this. As usually, I open this up, the floor up to the other two to see if one of them wants to go first. Uh, I'll go first. Okay. It's been a while. JLB. <laughs> I had like two weeks to think about it. <laughs> um. Okay. So... Obviously, we saw all out. We thought, oh, you know, there was an emergency meeting for Raw. Vince pulled an emergency meeting. So we're like, hmm, what are they going to do for Raw? Complete shit show. But let's just say... It wasn't the worst Raw in the last four weeks. I mean, that's not saying much, though. If you have a turmoil tag team match, really be the majority of your Raw, 
and you're saying that wasn't the worst Raw. I get you on that, but hot diggity damn. It's horrible. Um, and you just liked it because Jeff Hardy was like the 24-7 champion chaser. And you're like, oh, good for Jeff Hardy. Um, <laughs> but onto my little uh, fantasy booking. So let's just randomly say all the contracts for AEW are going up. Like they're expiring for some reason. Tony Khan only did it for a year. Um, and whatever have you. And some superstars are very angry. And Vince is willing to really give you a blank paycheck and say, I want you to come. And let's say any superstar is willing to come. I would like you to book an AEW superstar that heads to Monday or really Monday Night Raw or SmackDown, whichever brand you would like to choose. <laughs> and I have two options for you. So you can either A, book them in a storyline, or B, um, have each one of you book their opponent kind of thing. So one chooses the person coming over, and the other one chooses the opponent, and y'all book a storyline. So that's kind of more a team effort, or you can literally pick your own storyline and do whatever you want. So I just have to laugh, because this is what happens when you miss time. Um, you done this already? We didn't do exactly. We had a whole discussion on, I think it was last week's fantasy booking, about who was going to be the first to jump the other way. Because ah, it's going to happen someday. Um, but no, that's fine. We'll still do this. It, it, but <laughs> but it, it is. It is going to happen someday. They, yeah, this, it, this one's a fantasy booking. We were actually trying to figure out who would be the first. Yeah. Yeah, oh, we were doing okay. a little bit more, but it, but it is it is one of those things because it, it, it literally is going to happen, right? There's no no doubt about it that Maybe. someday someone is going to leave AEW um, for whatever reasons, and and maybe they get let go, or you know, because Tony Khan's going to eventually. Well, he already has. Like uh, Evilise got let go, um, uh, B Priestley got let go, you know, and and some of them for reasons like B Priestley couldn't make it over to America anymore. Uh, Evilise had had backstage issues, mm -hmm. um, so so I mean there are reasons that he's let people go, but someday he's going to let someone go for reasons, and WWE is going to be interested in him and pick him up, right? Mm -hmm. um, it's going to happen at some point. It may not happen for two years. It may not happen for five years. But at some point, the the tables will turn <laughs> on that. Um, and so we were we were discussing who we thought it could possibly potentially be the first ones to do it and who did um, you guys end up saying um i don't know if we even got to a definitive answer <laughs> okay. but but here i mean we we talked about first of all you can rule out some people like like uh jerry probably never going omega is never gonna go over i don't think um young bucks probably not cody's never going back things like that you can rule some of those people out you can people who had really bad experiences in WWE, like developmental, like Colt Cabana uh, had a Miro. bad experience there. Miro had bad experience there. Mox. Uh, Moxley, yeah. Um, um, Lance Archer was in developmental and got let go. Uh, uh, Luchasaurus was in NXT 
um, and given a horrible character and couldn't get over um, and got let go. You know, these are people who are probably never, never going to go over there. Uh, you've also got ones that WWE is probably never going to be interested in, right? Like Mark Marco Stutton. Stutton. Right. You know, uh, well, I mean, WWE probably will never, especially after this new edict, new rule coming down. WWE is never going to give the little guy a shot from the indies, right? Because right now they've decided they want the bigger and thing. But at the same point, there are some that fit in that mold, like Jungle Boy. Um, let's be honest. We love Jungle Boy. We think AEW is presenting him like a star. I think he understands that AEW right now is the best place for him. However, and this is an important thing to think about, this is why what, what WWE gets by on, right? Is uh Jungle Boy didn't grow up dreaming of wrestling for AEW because it didn't exist when he was a kid. He right. did, however, dream and have discussions with his dad about if I ever make it big in wrestling, you know, I'd I'd love to be on WWE Raw. Can you imagine me debuting on Raw or whatever? And that's what WWE gets, that's their bread and butter for recruiting people. Right. is you know fulfill your dream fulfill your dream this lifelong dream of being on raw so a jungle boy might might go to raw someday um so you or or wwe just in general that's where you kind of have to do is is those people who are up and comers uh who may have had that lifelong dream of tr trying to make it but at the same point you also have to keep in mind that even when they have that lifelong dream and everything, right now they've seen how WWE treats people of certain statures, right? right. Um, and so, so you you have to look at Jungle Boy might go, uh, Sammy Guevara might go. You know, I I grew up dreaming of being on WWE, but geez, I they just don't treat people like me well there. So maybe so I don't. Last but, I checked, this was a fantasy booking, not a discussion. You, you you asked what our what our what our choices was in the end, <laughs> and I'm going through what we what we talked about. Uh, the bigger guys like He's like uh, <laughs> like Wardlow, I could totally see Wardlow making the jump at some point because yep. he fits the WWE mold. Um, right. Big Cage. guy, uh, Brian Cage maybe. Um, the one I said was MJF. I thought yeah. MJF. MJF. Fact, that's their next Jericho. Yeah, for sure. Which also surprisingly this week, we found out news that MJF, it turns out to be a really great recruiter and have and has great business sense. We obviously knew this in terms of how he knows how to build kayfabe and builds character. That was all fun and dandy. But the fact that Tony Khan goes to him for a lot of advice um, was crazy to me. I thought, well, not crazy, but very surprising um, considering how young he is. Um, so that's really enlightening to hear that you have this young Megas who's going to be a future Hall of Famer, dare I say, um, already have a keen eye for the business. So mm -hmm. it's, pretty, I, uh, I, it's pretty awesome. I would temper things in a couple ways with this. Is I'm pretty sure TK talks to almost all of the wrestlers about you know things but he did yes he did say specifically that mjf was the one who recommended people like chris statlander um i'm trying to remember who the other ones he had mentioned were bear country bear country MJ. yeah so um i thought but, he said aoj as well 
Max Caster, uh, no. but and, I think Max, he just yeah. got let go. No, no because he was just on AEW Dark. Um, or, Which was the one that was rapper and did that whole thing? Is he, was, he was literally just on Dark this week. Oh, so he's back. He was supposed to sell his tights and everything. I guess that was no. Okay, that was him sell. Uh, that was him working. You man, he's well, he was working <laughs> the marks. That's fair. He uh, worked me, I guess. Um, because yeah, because that was the, the whole deal. Is he he showed up from under the ring and helped uh, Bowen's win a match by hitting a guy with a chair while the ref was look wasn't looking, and then this hit back dark? Under, uh, dark elevation. I think. Might have been dark. It might have been the one that was uh, that was on Saturday that they put out the special pre all out dark. Um, I think he was hiding under the ring. He ended up hiding under the ring afterwards. Uh, I can't remember exactly if he was under it before, but um, Jesus, there uh, was eleven. Oh, sorry, I'm gonna lower that. My bad. <laughs> uh, ju- just to I just want to check that part. Uh, Anna J was a Nightmare Factory recruit, so um, oh, okay, Maybe so it wasn't. Wasn't, but it, but it, you know the. In fact, um, Tony Khan said that he he asked uh, MJF about Anthony Bones and Max Caster because they weren't a tag team outside of AEW. Oh no, oh, no. Okay. And he asked asked MJF if they if he thought they would get along well enough to be in a tag team together because he wanted to recruit them as a tag team, not as individual wrestlers. Uh, so, anyways. Um, so yeah, I mean, there, there are people that we guessed that could go to be perfectly honest. Like if, I wouldn't be surprised if Jake Hager was given the second shot at WWE, if he wouldn't go yeah. back, um, you know, these are people like that. So I, there, there's a fair amount of them, um, that might, but there's also enough of them that, that at the moment, I don't think would, um, that being said, think, if you know, to, like maybe Matt Hardy would, I think, uh, you know, there's, there's quite a few. Well, yeah. I mean, we, when Matt and Jeff Hardy left WWE, um, and went to impact and we're on the Indies and ring of honor and all that stuff, we never thought we'd see them in WWE again. And then they just went to <laughs> WWE yeah, and were. showed up. <laughs> then, you know? And so we can never say never on anyone. We can just guesstimate. Um, but yeah. the simple fact is, if there are enough zeros on the check, a lot of people will say yes, even if they their heart says even it might Moxley. not be the best. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Even, even Moxley. Moxley would say yes yep. if it was enough zeros. Mm-hmm. So, um, but so so let's go to the the exact fantasy booking uh, challenge here. Uh, instead of talking about what we talked about the other day, um, the exact <laughs> fantasy, uh, Vince McMahon opens up his pocketbooks and, and does, I'm, I'm just going to book myself. I'm not going to do the challenge him to, to, to do the thing or whatever. We'll, we'll okay. just do our own. It's just easier that way. Um, okay. if, if I were Vince McMahon right now, uh, opening up my pocketbook to sign someone from AEW um, and and bring them in. It, there's the two people that stand out the most, and that's MJF and, and Jungle Boy. Um, Darby Allen would be a third option, but I think Darby Allen is never going to be the body type that Vince McMahon wants, whereas MJF and Jungle Boy <laughs> both have the ability to bulk up to be close to what Vince McMahon wants, right? Mm. Um, 
And and so and those people are both the ones who have the most popularity and upside. Um and so I'm gonna just go ahead and go with Jungle Boy. Uh because we already talked about MJF uh, a bit there, and you know, so so if I were bringing, I would bring him in as Jungle Boy. But of course, uh, and we even said this: uh, if he came in to WWE, he'd be called Jack Perry, uh, you yeah, know, or Luke Perry Jr. You know, I mean, they they would one hundred percent say we're going to capitalize on the fact that you're Luke Perry's son, um, right. Luke Perry nine hundred two one zero. Yes, we're we're gonna call we're gonna call you Beverly Hills. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I definitely see that happening, and, and, and he would hate every ounce of that. Yeah, and your finishing move is gonna be the nine zero two one zero. Um, that would so happen, but yeah. but but it's the <laughs> snare trap. Oh, but you're not Jungle Boy anymore. You don't do snare traps. You do the nine zero two one zero. Oh man, <laughs> um, but that'd be the way Vince McMahon would do it. Um, uh, the thing is, you instantly have to put him in a feud that shows off his abilities. And what better feud for WWE than little guy versus big man? Um, w- were it a situation where Braun was still there, I would I would 100% put it in a, a Jungle Boy, Luke Perry versus Braun Strowman. Uh, he's not there now, so I have to choose the next best thing. So um, I'm going to start off with Omos. Sheamus. Sheamus. Okay. We're going to start off with Sheamus. (laughs) The the only reason I don't do someone like Omos um, is is Mike Skills. Um, Because in this feud, Vince McMahon bringing Jungle Boy in, Vince McMahon has no faith in Jungle Boy's Mike Skills. Uh, right. So he he wants to put someone that he has faith in their mic skills on it. To be fair, Which, Jungle Boy might not have very much faith in his mic skills either. To be fair, you're correct. Jungle Boy <laughs> rarely speaks on the mic as is, but that's, that's my it. point. So so he's going to want to go with someone who's got mic skills, and and uh, Omos has not shown <laughs> to have them yet. Um, but we do know that Vince McMahon trusts Sheamus with with a mic. Uh, Seamus can deliver stuff, and Seamus can be just an asshole and uh, nope. dro- drop lines like making fun of your stupid American soap opera dad. Because mm. um, you know, you know, Vince McMahon would make this whole thing about I don't like Americans, I don't like your dad, right? Um, that would be the whole thing, so. So, yes, it would be um, Seamus versus Jungle Boy. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and say Sheamus wins back the U.S. title, so it's gonna be a U.S. title feud to really catapult Jungle Boy to the top. Um, hmm. I say top, catapult him to the middle. It's fair. Yep, it's fair. <laughs> we were gonna give you an Intercontinental and twenty four seven title run. Baby AEW. <laughs> I love I love how Mick Foley even commented on that as well. And I was like, oh damn. Okay. Yeah. Mick don't care no more. He doesn't have a Legends contract anymore, I guess. <laughs> well, the thing is, I, Legends I don't think are allowed to do whatever the hell they want. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, for sure. But you know. Vin, uh, 
uh, Mick has always said, "Listen, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sugarcoat things, and I'm not gonna lie just because it makes Vince look better or whatever. I'm just gonna say what I what I need to say and live with the consequences." And that's what he did in in his video. He did saying, good though. Yeah, yeah he's like he they said, did good. They did me they did well, really good. But... Well, well for me, but I don't have any faith in them now, and I don't blame other wrestlers looking to come to WWE for saying I don't trust them with my character. Right. So. Yeah. But, you know, don't think that Vince is going to put you on TV for any other title introduction or commission or role anytime soon after you say that either. It's great on Mick to do it, and I love him for it, but you would damn well know Vince obviously didn't like it or, you know, Pritchard didn't like that either. Exactly. Yep. But yep. anyways. But so that's what I would do. It would be a intercontinental feud, uh or not intercontinental, US title feud to set him up as the new US title. New title holder and, and catapult him into this superstardom mid mid stardom. <laughs> that, that sounds look at my nano two one oh title. Yeah. Oh, the 90210. Dear God. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason, Michael Cole is JR now. <laughs> they they would they would turn it into a spinner belt, but when he spun it, it would go <laughs> Or boobs boobs would always come out and play the song. <laughs> <laughs> Boogs. Okay, I yeah. I really heard a different word. Yeah, I I heard an extra B in that word when you said it. So <laughs> oh, just... not a G. It's boogs. Like... No, it's boogs. Right? Boogs. Boogs. Yes. Boogs. Yes. Oh, you heard boogs. boogs. <laughs> yes. Yes. Boogs. Yes. <clears throat> okay, my yeah. bad. Boogs. <laughs> but that's, hey, that's don't, I guess don't what talk I to me about spelling words, buddy. <laughs> that's cute yeah yeah you, you know what jlb you really really have a cute face <laughs> he's just such a cute guy um oh what a cute such this a is cute face. this is where you share the screen and put that up <laughs> Not doing it. No, <laughs> no, I know. I'm teasing. No, but so right. that's that's Look what I would fantasy, do. So. You cute person, you. EFA, um, your turn. So, uh, I I have the whole checkbook. I have the whole um, control over whether or not Vince McMahon is going to book it. So, mm. I like. Uh, I, I bring on Kenny Omega. I bring on Kenny Omega, and I tell him to tell me how to book everything. Oh, no, no. Yeah, you have creative control. Because I know Kenny Omega is not going to ruin his career by always putting himself in the title. Like, Well, I mean, you think Kenny Omega is not going to ruin his <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's not, he's not. I mean, he's putting himself in the title. He's been in the title picture for a while. Granted, it's amazing, and he's not ruining his career for it. But, I mean, you bet your ass, if Kenny Omega gets creative control, hell yeah, he's going to put himself in that title picture right off the bat. Oh, I, I, I would put him in the title picture, too. Yeah. I just... 
So I'm, I, it's going to be Kenny Omega, and he's going to come out, and he's going to V-trigger the crap out of Roman Reigns, and he's going to take the title off of Roman Reigns. Yesterday. <laughs> like, so and Kenny then, Omega will and then not the acknowledge Reigns. And then the proper feud would occur, and that would be Finn Balor versus Kenny Omega. That would be glorious. I'm down with that. Is, yeah. Has that ever happened? Um, not directly, because Finn Balor left the Bullet Club before Kenny Omega was in it. He yeah. might have technically been in it, but just as a like a bit player, he hadn't established himself yet. Yeah. Mm, the the leader between them was was AJ, and you could have AJ come in and be like, "I'm going to be a part of this too," and they both kick the crap out of AJ, and then AJ is like the special guest referee or something. <laughs> And everybody gets the gimmick, but nobody pays attention. Yes. Yeah, they got to put AJ back on a singles run because this is it ridiculous. Would be, it would be for control of the club. The club. <laughs> the club. So club. that's it. Like, I, I just I went straight for it. Like, the the only other option is to put the title back on Moxley, and then have Moxley do it. And reunite the shield as him, the surprise guy that shows back up as their third member of the shield and some type of hostile takeover. Yeah, that does seem like a Vince thing to do. Um, I don't see Mox ever going back, though. Um, no, I don't. No, 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 no. No, you didn't say that I had to play by the rules. Well, Mox, no. go back. I mean, I mean but, you're also but, Vince I mean, McMahon. And you know damn right. It has to be plausible, though. Uh, you didn't say it, plausible. It, if I want yeah. Cody Rhodes, it, in based fairness, on what you said earlier, this, yeah, I this can is, bring Cody Rhodes. This is fantasy booking. Is right. The That's word right. is the fantasy. That being said, you couldn't bring Cody Rose, though. No. Because he's an no. impact wrestling. <laughs> it's another joke you missed while you were gone. See what happens what when you Cody going? Rose doing in the impact zone. <laughs> yeah, apparently I don't miss much with jokes like these. I can just call it. It was, it was hilarious. <laughs> hey, we missed you too. We're glad you brought the joke along with you. It's unfortunate that you shaved it. Yes. In oh. your you. in your you good cute you. little good. face. Your, your cute little cute face. face. I, I will never be able to say the word cute again. Your son has ruined the word cute for me. <laughs> and don't you dare say ru- that, ruined that, or made it better. The, no, ruined. The, ruined. I mean, here's the deal. That's the moment where um, laughter and fear and joy and terror all come together as a parent. You're like, oh my gosh, you cannot write that on the spelling test on Friday. <laughs> you should die. Yeah, buddy, that was the correct spelling. <laughs> I don't know why Friday I afternoon. <laughs> um, your son but wrote. He didn't know wrong. what it meant? He didn't know what it meant at no, all? He no, no, no. He, 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 he actually was pronouncing it cute. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't take the time to read well, it. Even once he'd written it, I was like, "Nope, nope. Let me see that. I'm gonna take a picture." And okay, now erase it and write "cute." Yes, write it again. Do it right. And there's not an end in "cute." <laughs> you you do it right. Say it right. 
Say it right. Oh, damn. I just thought maybe C-9. kids these days already were learning what that C word meant. I was like, damn. No, 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 no. No, mine is a very sheltered, very innocent child. I, I, uh, who randomly yeah. knew how to spell cute the wrong way. <laughs> yeah. I, I do you not know if I'll be able to say that about cute my dog. wrong. Oh, damn. that's yeah, that's not- a very innocent child who who that uh, it'll be lost. Don't get me wrong; like that will be lost. But <laughs> for now, yeah. it's intact. For, for now, okay. I, I already intact. I already don't think my daughter can be described as innocent. Oh Jesus! Uh, she walks she walks through the living room and points to us and says, "Be quiet." Oh, mine's evil. We we weren't saying anything. <laughs> We weren't saying anything. To be quiet. <laughs> okay, ma'am. Damn. Yeah, but that's still kind of cute. It's not necessarily. No, it's both cute. So. Well, it's <laughs> it is kind of cute. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, She's guys, mean. <laughs> so guys, by the way, fathers. Jesus Christ, this doesn't work. Fathers of the years, right here. You better believe it. <laughs> fathers of the year. Yes, I I am drinking out of my CM Punk homage cup. I had to get a Pepsi. <laughs> I don't have a Pepsi. I have a zero sugar Dr Pepper cherry. Mm. That I'm about to this open now. That I finished. This had water in it, so. So anyway, anyway. Do you want to go next with the next fantasy booking? Do you want me to go? Oh, I, I can go next. Okay, you go so next. I have, I have two different fantasy bookings. I want you guys to book your own individually. Based on the existing roster, JLB, I need you to book the very best AEW pay-per-view you can. Put together the matches for the very best AEW pay-per-view you can. Since you're the only person on the freaking planet who says that wasn't the best AEW pay-per-view of all time. So you got to book something better. I mean, it's up there, though. It's like top three. Unfortunately, Smarks, because I am throwing that at JLB, I have to throw at you the very best WWE pay-per-view you can possibly book. The very best. Give me a C-plus, bud. Give me a C-plus. Give him WrestleMania X7. No, no, no. It has to be the existing rosters. Both of them. So you're stuck with that crap roster that just put on AEW All Out. You poor, poor bastard. Yes, but you you don't have have any stars. You do have to book something that I don't know. Someone will think is better than what happened on Sunday. Yes, and Smarks, you have to book the best pay per view you can come up with for WWE. It can be anybody you want. Existing roster. Yeah, anybody. So I can. Call up from from NXT. You have the full roster. roster. Full roster, okay. Yep, but that also means you don't have Adam Cole Bebe. It also means you don't have um, anybody, uh, Brian Danielson. Or Mm -hmm. if they aren't on the roster right now, you don't got them. I'm sorry. Nope, I get I get it. I get it. Now, now, however, I will point out that I do still have Kevin Owens for the next couple months. You son of a bitch. (laughs) <laughs> and Sami Zayn, and Sami Zayn until fall. His, so his contract might be ending very soon. Up. So, wait, did do we know when? Though we no, don't know when. Fall, right? All I've read was fall. But, okay, okay, me too. Neither of them have renewed yet, huh? Well, 
Yeah, they're not going to, bro. Well, yeah. at least not Kevin. At least not Kevin. Ke- Kevin just today tweeted out and then deleted the uh, <clears throat> coordinates to Mount Rushmore, which uh, in Pro Wrestling Gorilla PWG, uh, he had a faction with Adam Cole and the Young Bucks called Mount Rushmore. Ah. Um, and then it came to light that um, while originally we thought his contract didn't end until 2023, that at the start of COVID, for some reason or other, WWE renegotiated a bunch of contracts. So his ends in January of 2022. Mm. So just in, mm. you know, a little over three so, months. So if they want to hit him with a 90-day non-compete, they're going to fire him in October. <laughs> Fire him in December, right? Oh, if he gets fired in December, he still has a 90-day or if he gets, the end of if, his contract? If, if he gets fired anywhere before the end of his contract. Now, technically, I think there is there is some sort of a thing. like he, They can't fire you on your last day to do a 90-day. But, but they're within reason, they can fire him, and that 90-day starts at any point. So... They can, so so even if it pushes past his contract, even date, if it pushes past his contract, he's date, got a ninety day. If, he, if oh, he got fired, I will see them. Uh, I will see you're going to AEW uh-huh. and raise you. Mm-hmm. Uh, fuck off in December. Yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Here's your papers. But okay. Um, best pay per view. Do, do, do. Give me one second. You guys here. can take your turns. I'm gonna put you guys on the main screen. <clears throat> All right. So first and foremost, uh, one of the matches I would have to do, and I think we've seen it. I feel like we've seen an FTR versus Young Bucks versus um, uh, Lucha Brothers. I feel like that's already been a thing. Um, hold on. I'm just kind of looking because... Yeah, Young Bucks versus Lucha Brothers, obviously, has been done a million times. FTR versus Young Bucks. I don't think we've seen all three of them face each other. So I would kind of, that would certainly be my, and we could still do it for the tag team titles because, hey, Lucha Brothers are the champs now. So that's something I would definitely be putting on my best match, one of the pay-per-view matches for AE Dubs. I don't have to book anything, do I? kind of run through my matches well the type of match and stuff i mean obviously oh, that's a well, for threat. sure a that's a triple threat uh you know what give me that cage i really enjoyed um them being in a cage um that would be some fun flippy doos happening and a lot of cage flying so i'm down for a spot fest for that um at the same time um I know Paige is kind of leaving. Um, Tony Khan mentioned that he was going to be taking some time off, but before he does take some time off, we it's also. A swerve. You think? Yeah, yeah, you're going on that. I well, I'm not. I'm not going in on it being a swerve so much as I. I think he's referring to the time off that Paige is already taking. I don't think he's referring to additional time off. This is just. Page wanted some time off for the birth of his child. He said, I'll give you time off for the birth of your child. I don't think he was saying that since then, 
Adam Page has asked for more time off. Oh, time okay. off could be November. Oh. That's fair. Oh, that's um, a, hey, there's a pay per view in November. Weird. <laughs> um, with that, I, I want to see Cody versus Dustin again. Um, I really love how that feud started, or obviously it's a brother versus brother feud, but <clears throat> I really, en- I think it was on their first pay-per-view that that happened, right? In All Out, like 2019 or something. Um, give me that again. I think that's fun. I think you put that in a, in a bull rope match sort of ordeal, kind of like what um, Cody did with uh, Brody Lee. You have that kind of matchup. Um, at the same time, what's wrong? Just listening. So, okay. so thus, thus far we have, we have Lucha Bros. We have the match we had two nights ago, but we had another team. Which I said was the FTR. best match first. Okay. okay FTR. Night. Hold so. on. Hold on. So we're adding STR oh. to, hold on. And Cody yeah. versus and Cody versus uh, Dustin versus Dustin. Okay, those are the two matches we have so far. Mm-hmm. How many are you doing? Seven, nine? You could. I mean, it's your booking. It could be two nights. Oh, I don't know. I mean, um, okay. Um, <clears throat> I uh, I want to see me some Eddie Kingston versus. <laughs> Versus John Moxley in like some like hardcore hell no DQ crazy match because they haven't fought. E- oh, they did. They fought each other, but then they became friends. Did they fight each other? Yes, they, they actually did. talked about it on on All Out. They did talk about it on All. Okay, fair enough. Um, so I think that would be tons of fun. Um. The only time I I think we do I think we we also revive another Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker first and foremost. I think we make okay. that a longer feud. That was only like a 2 month feud I want to say or not even maybe it was like a month's worth. Um give me more of that unsanctioned Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker without killing each other, though, because you're both awesome and you should keep going. Um, we're not adding Ruby Ride to the list because um, I feel like I want to put Ruby Riot somewhere else. Um, so, yeah, that's going to be like a no DQ sort of deal, kind of like what they did in an unsanctioned match there. Trying to see. I love how all their best matches, though, no matter what, out of all the lists I'm looking at, just contains nothing but Bucks and Lucha Brothers. <laughs> uh, they're they're freaking classics. Um, I, love that, I love that you're going back and choosing matches that have already happened from the past and putting them into one pay per view. But a I'm not. That it's better than this. I'm. I'm not. It, first of all, I could you anyone could definitely make a best of, and it would be best of pay per view. But I'm just looking at other matches to get ideas. I'm not necessarily just oh that happened that happened. But 
to be fair, a lot of the great matches technically have already happened, but fair enough. I'll 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 definitely be more creative in some aspects. <laughs> You um, have no. It, you're the one booking a better pay per view than All Out. Fair. Um. I'm trying to figure out if they have a trio or not. You still have a triple. You still have a uh, TNT title and a world title to to play with too. Yeah. Um. So, world title, I know we're probably going to see it, um, but I think adding this to the pick, because we've seen them fight before, it's only been two years, so I kind of remember all of their matches. Um, well, there's also well, there's a lot of good ones, but I give me uh, give me uh, Kenny versus give me Kenny versus Page. Okay, Kenny versus Page would be um, I feel like would be they fought. No, when did they fight at the like first all out? Yeah, they they fought before. It's fine. They fought before. Okay, um, that will just be um, like a regular size match. They're uh, actually one and one with title with title implications. Um, Hangman beat Kenny to get to the title match against Jericho, and mm. Kenny beat Hangman for the title recently. Right. Well, for the title. Well, the title. the title was on the line. Kenny had the title in oh, defense fair. of the title. Okay. Fair. Okay. In defense of the title. Um, with that, uh, I take that back. No, Hangman won the the 21 man battle royal to get the titles right, didn't he? Yeah, that's what I thought too. Yeah, I don't think Hangman's beat Kenny. No, you got anything on this? Um, no, they haven't, he hasn't beat. I don't think so. I'd have to check Cage Rights to be certain, but I don't believe so. Um, so they're they're all, he's owing one against Kenny. Maybe you owe two. Okay, go on. It's a fire match. I'm I'm all for it. It's a fire match. Oh, it's gonna be yeah for sure. Um, I also really enjoyed. Hold on, let me let me be creative here before I um. So one match that I would absolutely love to see. I'm just not quite sure <laughs> it makes sense right now. <clears throat> but is give me Jungle Boy. No, they've done but they haven't really done they haven't done a feud though. Give me Jungle Boy versus Sammy Guevara. Um I want to add. No, I think that's enough. Though. Yeah. yeah, give me Jungle Boy versus Sammy Guevara in. Just give me like a regular. They make some kind of like. Ladder match seems too lame, but for like some kind of opportunity to face 
the world champion at a later date. Uh, we'll just do like a typical ladder match, I guess. Nothing, uh, nothing too crazy. We don't need anything over, over crazy there in that kind of match. But that would be fire. They have faced each other, I believe. Um, but it's been a while, I would think. Because um, I'm not recalling anywhere in 2020 that they fought each other. So, unless it's elevation or something, then I don't know. I never watch. Um, yeah, and by FYI, I just think all of those right now already beat um, All Out. And I'm not even hating on All Out. You guys are making it sound like I'm hating on All Out. You gave it, it a B plus. It's a B plus plus. Do you want me to give me an extra plus to make you happy? Anything less than an A plus is hating on that show. That's all I'm saying. Oh, you're it's... so judgmental. <laughs> Go on. I'm listening. Um, thank you. Thank Attentively. You. <laughs> um, you still need a TNT title. I know. I know. I just don't know who I want Miro up against. Well, it doesn't um, have to be Miro. You can choose somebody else if you want to have the title. It's, it's, it's down the line. Somebody could have beat Miro for the title. You could make it Brian Cage versus Wardlow if you like the big men. Of course, then you should be booking WWE. Mm -hmm. Well, I was going to book Brian Cage versus uh, Miro. In the TNT it's, title. In the TNT title. It's a big boss battle. A hoss battle, rather. Uh, or boss battle. Um, but I feel like that might be kind of fun. I don't know. It's kind of... Mm. Brian Cage hasn't Wolverine done much. Wolverine versus the Redeemer. <laughs> Redeem these sideburns. Oh, but it's not a best of paper. That can't be on the best. I don't know. That could maybe be good. Ah, no. Scrap that. Um... No, we'll keep that. We'll keep that. It's going to, however, be... It's going to be in some kind of... It's going to be like a tables match. Or something, because getting those two guys up, up one on another is going to be hard, or whatever. It's going to be a little hoss battle. I I don't know who's good for Miro right now. I'm still kind of like, it could be fun. Um, so we got the tag today. Did. You had Britt yeah, versus Thunder Rosa. Brit versus Thunder Rosa. That's uh, yeah, that's that's fine. Um, you had the brothers grudge match. <laughs> brothers grudge match. Um, so we are having uh, like a tag team turmoil. Not raw. Calm down. But like, it's gonna be like uh, that uh, tag team match that they had on. Uh, that crazy, I don't know what pay-per-view it was, but it was some like crazy 10 men tag team thing. They all came into the ring. Uh, I forgot if that was on a dynamite or a pay-per-view. Uh, but I think bear country was when, uh, or what bear country was with someone. And that's when we saw the guns and so on. However, I basically want to do. Maybe not 10, because 10 is too crazy. Give me like six tag teams. I want a hybrid 2.0 in there. Is it hybrid 2.0? What is it? They're hybrid. What are they called? They're just 2.0. No, well, but I no, mean not... hybrid. 
The hybrid two is who you're referring oh, to. Oh, hybrid two. Right. So I, I would love to see the hybrid two um, versus 2.0. Also, you got to give me the best friends in there. Uh, minus Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy could be yelling again because I think that was a moment in <coughs> history that we should always keep for a best of. Um, and he put the honey in B+. Plus. He definitely put the honey in B plus. Absolutely. <laughs> Piss marks off so much there. <clears throat> and I love every minute of it. And uh, of course, the uh, pride and powerful as well, because I don't know where the hell they have been for the last, however. Um, and And you also put in, yeah, just make it a four-man kind of deal. So you have Pride and Powerful 2.0, Hybrid 2. Um, who am I missing? 2.0, Pride and Powerful, Hybrid. Uh, Pride Jungle and Boy's already got a match, so he can't. So he can't use Jurassic Express. No, that's it. That's why I was. Um, not putting uh, Luchasaurus into it. Um, I suppose you could have Luchasaurus and Marco Stunt come out. No, no, that's weird. Um, Marco <laughs> Stunt did perfect for what he did it all out. He did that high-flying move, boom, to knock out the other guys. That was perfect. Boom. Um, boom. Yeah. Is, is there seven tag teams in AEW? Is there? Is there only six? There's got to be seven or eight. No, I feel like I'm Jungle Boy. Yeah, no, there's got to be more. We got the Max Caster and Thing. You got one there of the Dark go. Order people. Uh, they can randomly be a tag team. But I guess, all right. But give me Max Caster and um, what is their name? The Acclaimed. The Acclaimed. Yes, my bad. And, and just. Point of fact, there are actually two established tag teams in the Dark Order. Okay. Because Such there's as... Evil Uno and Stu Grayson and John Silver and Alex Reynolds. Both yeah. of them have competed consistently as tags. So oh, in fact, in fact, that was actually part of the storyline when they had the match where it was um Dark Order and Hangman and if uh, versus Young Bucks and um Kenny Omega, and if Dark Order and Hangman won. The Dark Order got a tag title shot, and Kenny Omega got the world title shot. Mm. Um, and the, the storyline was which one of the tag Dark Order gonna tag teams was going to get it, and so they were fighting amongst themselves because of that. Snap. Okay, fair enough. I totally, uh, I guess, uh, sidetracked on that storyline. Um. So Kenny Omega, I don't know who I'd. You already had him going up against Adam, Adam Page. Hangman Page. Uh, not. Um... Yes, his name's Adam. Yeah, no, I was uh, not uh, Kenny Omega. I was more thinking of Pac. I, I think you maybe. Pac has to be in it. Yep. 
Um, I this is where I'm going to put the all out one that didn't happen though. Pac and Andrade. That was one of the ones I was absolutely looking forward to, and that on my screen again. Working on it. There you go. Jeez, give me a couple moments. Sorry. Put it on main screen. No, no, not main screen. Um, Yeah, so uh, and uh, Andrade versus Pac. I think if that match was actually on All Out, it might have maybe given me that A plus, A maybe, perhaps A plus. I feel like that 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 was one of the matches I was looking forward to. So perhaps why I gave it such. A low rating. It's not that low. It's B plus. Um, is because that match was no longer there. I know we knew in advance, sort of ordeal. Um, but I mean, it still was a disappointment to me, and I could have done without, you know, the big show match or. Maybe even the Miro match if Andrade and Pac were on it, sort of ordeal. Um, yeah, so that was what that was five matches. You had Kenny versus Hangman, you had the four way tag team with Hybrid 2.0, uh, Pride and Powerful, and the Acclaimed. Um, you had I guess we're keeping the uh, the Haas battle of Brian Cage. Versus Miro for the TNT. One woman's match. That's all you're going to have. Well, I wanted to put a Kirishita versus Rio. Okay. But... I didn't know what... I guess you could just have a regular match with them. Um, I just wanted to add a Swerve somehow. Because <laughs> I think Swerve is so great. She's just not... And maybe I need to watch Elevation or... Uh, mean Swole? Dark. Uh, Swole, excuse me. I was going to say Swerve in NXT wrestling. NXT. Swole. Uh, a male um, NXT wrestler. A male NXT wrestler. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you want to have him win the women's belt, you know. I just... <laughs> it's the hit row, guys. Screw it. They can go anywhere. Um, Yeah, so maybe you just make like uh, just Hikuru Shido versus Rio versus Swole to be have versus, no, four-way versus Ruby Riot. In a four-way to see who faces the winner of Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker. Because um, I don't want Nyla Rose anywhere. Uh, Nia Ro- Ny- Nyla Rose anywhere near uh, having a number one contendership. She's great. But I think her job now is to kind of put over um, the younger talent. Um, and make them look more powerful. Although I guess she's fairly new too. I don't know. Just not a fan of her. Um, and yeah, guys, that's that's my better than all out pay per view. And I'm gonna call it all great. I don't have an A. 
Yes. And so, um, yeah, I I think you're you're safe at not having AEW call you up and try to hire you. Um, it's a good pay per view. Not saying it's not. Mm. Who's your surprises? I, I, I am curious who your surprises would be because that's part of what put this other one over so much. The second part is um, oh, okay. That's fair. Um, I, I just want to point out, and 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 this isn't to to politicize this or anything. Um, this is about the whitest pay per view that you could put on with AEW. Oh, um, I'm sorry. Who are the black people I can put on this pay per view uh, that AEW hybrid- has? Hybrid 2 was all that you put on there. Well, and Hybrid 2 is a pretty white, too. Pretty oh, white. Yeah. Wait, is it, is it I mean, 2.0 that's... No, but it's Private no, Party. They're both white, bro. Private Party is... Like, oh, yeah. Jesus. Private Party. Yeah. Oh, my God. No, no. That's right. You're right. So, literally, you, you did an all-white pay-per-view. No, no. Obviously, Private Party would go in that tag team bonanza. We make it a five-way oh. tag team. Of course. So, and, and and of course we don't like Red Velvet or or one of the most dominant women in professional wrestling right now. I guess you do have Swole there, but you know you had your choice in Jade Gargill or Swole, and you chose Swole. I think she's good, a good wrestler. Jade, yeah, you're right. My bad. I guess Jade could go <laughs> up against. Uh... Well, I don't. It was a. It I was haven't a really seen white. enough of Jade. I haven't seen enough of Jade though to put on the best of for AEW pay per views though. You're okay. Who's You're she okay. gonna go up against? Nyla? Like that won't that might not be a good match. You know what I mean? I don't know. My bad. He had a couple. Uh, he had a couple Asians in there too, so that's all right. And I had Mexicans. I had Thunder Rosa and uh, or Puerto Ricans. I had Thun- I had Thunder Rosa La- and Latinos. Latinos. I had Latinos. I had Sammy Guevara. All right. He's very American, but I had Sammy Guevara in there. Hey, he's the uh, Spanish god. Spanish god, you have to have him in there. Um, but yeah, my bad. I'm 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 not sad about Jade Card Girl because I'm pissed off about Jade Card Girl not being. In fact, I, I, I'm, I'm pissed off about Private that's Party. The, not being that's in the one that that I thought should have won the the. The the Royal Rumble, I guess is what I would call Whatever. it. The, Casino Royale Rumble. Yeah, Casino Royale. That's what it was. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean that would have been the perfect opportunity for them too. I I feel like they're dropping the ball. I feel, I feel like she's so ready. She is so ready. Yeah, I don't think so. here. Here's the deal: is we we haven't seen enough of her in the ring to say she's so ready. And the few times we have, that's the problem. She's yeah. she's been carried by another wrestler who's who's that's very fair. capable. That's and fair. so, um, I'm I'm not prepared to anoint her just yet. And the other side of it is, and this is why I'm going to defend Ruby Riot winning it. Ruby Soho, I should say, winning it. Um, <clears throat> we keep saying that AEW needs to do something to to improve their women's division or establish their women's division. Uh, bringing in a known commodity, someone who, who fans can oh. look at and say, she, she can wrestle. And putting her up against the top star in AEW women's division right away is, mm. is 100%. The, I mean... From day one, and I'll I'll be the first to admit that I was I was arguing against it at the time. But from day one, AEW was like, "How do we establish our men's champion, our our heavyweight championship match? What do we do? Well, we put our top up and comer, Hangman Page, against 
uh, established star, the goat. Chris Jericho, the goat, right? Um, and and I at the time thought it was the wrong choice, and I have been proven wrong by it by having Jericho win it. Uh, but having Jericho win it helped establish AEW's belt as as legitimate, and also helped establish their men's division as legitimate. Yeah, and That's um, I'm not necessarily saying I think Soho should win the belt. Uh, first try from from Britt Baker. In fact, no. In this case, having her lose in a banger of a match establishes Britt Baker better. Um, but but I I think in that situation she was the best choice. If it's going it to be sort of like a Darby Allen CM Punk sort of ordeal, mm-hmm. Britt Baker is going to win. Because she is, I guess, although Ruby Soho has mentioned she's been wrestling for like 15 years. So yeah. uh, she's more the uh, the uh, the elder legend yep. of this scenario. Well, so. and the biggest thing is she's the established one. She's the name that people recognize. She's also the name that people have said, me being one of them for years, uh, is being waste, was being wasted in WWE. That they really should have given her a shot, and they never did. So... Anyways, um, I'm I'm again. I'm not saying that you put together oh, a bad pay per view. Adam Cole versus Daniel Bryan. Boom! Mm-hmm. That beats everything. <laughs> and Jericho I versus the right to view. You said, you said that all sarcastic, but Adam Cole versus Daniel Bryan would have put that pretty high on my list right there. So, yeah, like that's. I mean. That's well. That's a few. That's going to be a banger, no matter what. I mean, sure, you can do Adam Cole versus Kenny. You can do Daniel versus Kenny. Um, but you know, Adam Cole, Daniel Bryan, give it to me. It's never happened. That would be a fire match. Let's go. And that, I think, that match in itself beats all out. I'm guessing it has happened, just not on WWE or AEW. I feel like we've asked this question a few times. I feel like cage match is wonderful. And uh, just to answer your question from earlier, Smelter star ratings have not come out for all out yet. Because mm. I okay. look them up in there. Because I can't wait until Meltzer messes it up. And then you can no longer blame me, but blame a guy who's been doing it for 30 years. Me- Meltzer's going to give the uh, longer than 30 years. And Meltzer's going to give the. Uh, the overall pay-per-view, great rating. The one match he won't give a good rating is the one that you and I loved, and that's the cage match. He will he will think it's a spot Like he pass. won't rate it? Not a no, great he'll rating. Rate it. He'll rate it. It'll be a four and a quarter stars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He won't rate probably the Big Show match, maybe. Oh, he'll, he'll rate it. it. It'll get It'll get three stars. Which is the one? Oh, he just doesn't rate the cinematic matches. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but he'll so, he'll rate he'll rate that uh, that spot show, um, but he'll hate it, and everybody <laughs> else loves it. So, <laughs> so oddly enough, when when I look up the the thing, you, we said uh, that Adam Cole versus uh, Brian Danielson has never happened, and you and Fabe said, oh, it, it probably has happened, just not in WWE. Um, it has happened one time. In WWE, in WWE really? <laughs> no way, uh, really? Uh, back November first of 2019 on a Friday Night SmackDown, Adam Cole, Stop. who was then who was then NXT champion, defeated Daniel Bryan in 20 minutes oh, and 50 seconds. The invasion oh angle. God. 
That's when it was. Yep. Mm-hmm. So the one time they have faced was in WWE. Um, God, but that was a fire match. We should go back and watch. Anyway, so you, um, it, I'm actually going to throw this to the jury and let them go ahead and just decide. And at Real Talk Radio 8 or at JLB420, let them know your thoughts on whether or not that was a better pay-per-view than All Out. Um, he and, will and respond if, to if every remember. single one of your responses. I mean, whatever, I would. <laughs> um, I won't just, argue though, because the minute you guys get too antsy and crazy and smarky and marky, I will just stop the conversation. I'll be like, "Look, bro, it's your opinion. Like, it's mine. That's it. Sit to. I'm done." Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, whoa! Did I just whoa. insult? Did that's, I just insult be, you guys directly? Is that awfully combative here to our fans? <laughs> this is this um, is. Motherfucking Twitter, dude! You're gonna get lit up, and you deserve it. No, but that's so, it. I get lit up, and then I just don't respond. That's all. So, um, just so you know, uh, Wrestling Observer News, um, Meltzer gave that NXT title match, Adam Cole versus Daniel Bryanson, uh, Daniel Bryan, <laughs> Daniel Bryanson, <laughs> might as well, yeah, uh, <clears throat> four and a quarter stars. <laughs> really? Well, it's it's Meltzer for you. It was anyway. the only match of that night that he actually rated, though. Oh, snap. And I guarantee you not all of those other matches were cinematic star. <laughs> were cinematic matches. No. <laughs> but, like, Bailey beat beat Nikki Cross in eight minutes. Champa beat Miz in less than eight minutes. There was a tag team match uh, where Rhea Ripley and Tegan Knox beat Fire and Desire in a minute and 20 seconds. Oh man, I hope KO comes back and I get me some KO Jericho. Yes. <laughs> there will be there will be some um festival of friendship shit happening there. For sure. Okay, so we it's will you. Move to me. Are you ready for this? I, for you because because you do have an attention span and you had a little bit of time, I'm hoping you put them in order. Oh, yeah. You better believe okay. it. How dare, uh, that, you're that, right. That, How dare you say I don't have an attention span? You're absolutely right. But we'll play. So, well, so, the, the only uh, reason, because order matters. And the reason you hate the big show match is because the big show match, the reason Smarks loves the big show match, I'm sorry, Paul Wright match, is Whatever. because it was in a spot that made sense to have yes. a cool down. Mm-hmm. It was the pee break match, and that's what we used it for. That's exactly what it was designed for. So, um, so here, here's the deal: seven, seven matches, seven. I don't have seven, seven fingers eight. on one hand, so I did this, and I was like, "Well, that's only five. Well, seven you matches. Should, you should talk to Bruce Almighty about that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, match number one, because I'm not doing a, a kickoff show for it because they never fucking matter anyway. So, match number one on the actual card. Right, this is the fire match to get people get butts and seats and get people fired up. It is a U.S. title ladder match. Okay, it features six contenders. Six. So we've got Kushida, we've got Swerve, we've got Gargano, we've got Seth Rollins, Sami Zayn, and Ricochet. That's fire. 
Who, who's the U.S. title holder of that group? Um, I'm gonna say Zayn. Why yeah. does everyone leave out Jazawa, man? Because I only have seven matches to fill. Don't and worry, w- he'll he'll get the twenty four seven title in between because Vince Stop. McMahon's gonna ruin his booking, regardless. Yeah. yeah, it'll happen. Reggie and Tazawa will be fighting in a jungle gym at at a kids park or something. <laughs> um, Here's ice cream. <laughs> you let him go. <laughs> uh, so a U.S. belt ladder match. I'm gonna give it solid 15 minutes or so to really go. You got six contestants in there. Plenty of time for, for people to do. And uh, the winner and new U.S. title belt holder at the end of that will be Johnny Gargano. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mostly because he, he's you know smart enough to let all the other people just fuck each other up and then he can climb up ladder. Oh, so he's still going to be heel Gargano. Okay. <laughs> um, match numero dos uh, is going to be a number one contender for the Raw Women's title later in the show. Ooh. It is going to be a triple threat match featuring Shayna Baszler, Rhea uh-huh. Ripley, and Io Shirai. Ooh, the three in a three in a row that held the well with Charlotte thrown in there that held the NXT title. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the winner of that match is going to be Shayna Baszler. Yeah, um, buddy. Well done. Who's going to face Charlotte? Is that what who's you're doing? Going to face Charlotte. Yes, later okay, in nice. the night. Right. Match number three is going to be a cage match for the now vacant. Universal title. I gotta know the story behind the vacancy. Why is it vacant? Um, I'm I'm gonna go with please, please don't say leukemia. No, I'm, oh, I'm, Jesus okay. I'm gonna go with it's a real thing, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's something Vince would do, but uh no, I'm not gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say um Brock angry at having uh lost to Roman uh, attacks Roman afterwards and takes him out and he has to vacate the title. This, which, this also means, which also means that Brock can't be in this match then, right? Because mm-hmm. he was exactly. a dick. Mm-hmm. Brock is yeah. not in this match. He oh, also God. is not in this match because he just lost to Roman Reigns. He's also just match. not in a pay-per-view. So, um, so this is for the vacant universal title. Okay. Um, and, and this protects Roman Reigns so he could come back later and challenge and say, I never really lost it. Because you don't hate him as a heel. I get it. You know, all of that stuff. Um, but this gives uh, a chance for an absolute fire cage match. I almost considered putting this in Hell in a Cell. Uh, but I decided just a regular cage match would do it. Um, so escaping with, wins. Uh, escaping wins, but none of these people are going to legitimately try to escape because you have Finn Balor, Shinsuke Nakamura, nice. and Kevin Owens. Oh. oh my God, you're going to have people jumping off the top. <laughs> you better believe it. Or or you'll just have Kevin Owens jumping off the top. Oh, Finn a, Balor would too. A coup de gras off the yeah. top. Off a the- coup de gras. 
Oh, oh, that's his ankle for sure. As he lands, he takes a, a, a Shinsuke knee to the back of the head. The, the <laughs> that Kinshasa. Move. Yeah, Kinshasa to the back of the head with all that he can muster, so he's down to. It's disappointing <laughs> how I forgot how good Shinsuke is because WWE made him so shit. Mm-hmm. Um, the winner of the match is going to get a true run with the Universal title for a while. Sounds like uh, Finn Balor wins. <laughs> yes, Finn Balor. Uh, as he deserves, right? Um, Matt and a good feud again with each of those guys for a while. Yeah, it fills up plenty of time. You know, Roman can take some time off and just relax and recuperate and all of that stuff, and then can come back and have can a record record acknowledge him again. He can record um, Hobson Shaw seven. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> this time with 30% more Roman Reigns. <laughs> Match number four. Not because that was funny. It was because cigarettes. No, it was because it was funny <laughs> and cigarettes. Match number four. This is probably going to be... This is one of only two... Uh, the traditional matches matches real without like any real stipulation to it uh but this well there is a stipulation it's just not a match stipulation this okay. is a tag team titled unification match the street profits versus rk bro i that'd like that that'd be fun winner becomes the wwe tagged Team champions. Okay. Uh, winner, Street Profits. Like it. Mm. Uh, yeah. Match number five. SmackDown Women's Title No DQ match. Current Obviously, champion, Becky, Becky versus Tony Storm. No Alexa, no Bianca in this. No Damn. Sasha, no Bailey. Yeah, no... who's all white now? Um, I'm well, gonna point... profits. I, yeah. I, I have I have Kushida. I have Swerve. I have Ricochet. Okay. I have Io Shirai. I have Nakamura. I have the Street Profits. I've got I've got more color than the entire AEW. Uh, roster on this. Keep in mind, he hasn't done the (laughs) WWE Championship yet, either. I sure have not. Um, And and though he doesn't love Bobby Lashley, I'm thinking he likes Bobby Lashley enough to have him lose. (laughs) Or (laughs) not even be the champion. Well, I don't know. He he is going to be the champion. I'll I'll just spoil that. Goldberg, uh, I swear to God. I'm supposed to be co- making a good pay-per-view. I'm just making so sure down, maybe you didn't hear the worst pay-per-view ever. Hold up. The down match is Charlotte versus... <laughs> the the cool-down oh match gosh. is going to be Charlotte versus Baszler. That's the only downside here. I mean, technically... And that's going to be a three-minute tap-out. Um, but so, oh Tony gosh. Storm versus uh, Becky. This is going to be, a, a, for this show, rare retention with Bex winning. Um, but because it's a no DQ match, that makes a whole lot of sense for the heel in the story to win. No DQ so. false count anywhere. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> uh, then, uh, match number six, 
the cooldown match is going to be the Raw women's title match. Charlotte Flair defending against Shayna Baszler. Oh, my God. You're about to make Keith Lee the champion. I just realized. Sorry. Go on. Shayna Baszler (laughs) is going to tap the fuck out of Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair is going to be bloody by the end of this. And not because Baszler bit her neck or any shit like that, but because Baszler beat the shit out of her and then taps her out to the Carapuda Clutch. Match number seven, the main event. The WWE title. Is going to be a 30-minute Iron Man triple threat for the Raw title. Your contenders are going to be, of course, current champion Bobby Lashley versus Karrion Cross versus Keith Lee. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, it's so fucking fire. In an Iron Man match, those guys hit so hard. They're all going to be dead by the end of this. <laughs> so what happened? Who was uh Oh jeez. 30 minute Iron Man triple threat is Bobby Lashley, Karrion Cross and Keith Lee. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, they're all done. Will any of them not have a broken back at the end of this? Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> and then uh, finally anointing the uh enlightened one, the the righteous one, Keith Lee becomes the raw WWE title holder. Overtime or no overtime? One apiece and then overtime? That'd be cool. <clears throat> Um, I'm thinking, I'm thinking we have two apiece and then a short sudden death overtime. And the reason I'm saying two apiece, they all um, beat each other once. There's going to, there's, they all beat each other once. And there's going to be one towards the end where all three of them cannot answer a 10 count. Oh, because they're literally dead. <laughs> yeah. Because that, those guys don't do Iron Man matches. Thank God you didn't no. make it an hour. My God. <laughs> um, and then there's going to, of course, be the, what's going to happen? I don't know what's going to happen. Who's the champion now? <clears throat> and a little bit of time passes, and they, they start to get up a little bit and all this stuff. And then no chance. Yeah, and then uh, you could have it be no chance, or you could have it be money, 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 money. Um, okay, so apparently it's Ted DiBiase and not or- Shane McMahon. <laughs> It's here comes the money. Here we go. Yeah, whatever. No, right. money, money, money. It could be Ted DBS. Who fucking cares? <laughs> Time to play the game. Yeah, could be whoever comes out. Or heck, it could be fucking um, Sonya Deville because she's apparently a authority, booker, now. authority now. So doesn't matter. Someone comes out and says, we're going to restart this in sudden death. And they've, they've all had a little bit of chance to recuperate, so they do have a, a final sudden death thing. And then... Um, what, should, what should I do the finish? Karrion Cross gets knocked out of the ring. Keith Lee hits a Spanish fly on Bobby Lashley. I knew the Spanish fly was coming. I knew off the top. <laughs> and then he hulks uh, up. Uh, and then he hulks up, and yeah. It's Bobby Lashley with finish. Boom. 
You're My new. Gosh. Did, did I just is limitless? Did, did I just book the best WWE pay per view of all time? The the problem being though that you can't do it two you can't do it three weeks later. <laughs> <laughs> Booking it three weeks later is what becomes the nightmare off of that. Uh, Why can't you Sasha... book it three weeks later? Because all of those matches just happened. So now you, the hard part is you have to have down pay-per-views and, mm. or you have to have less of them. AEW has <laughs> gone the less of them route. WWE has gone the down route. Right. Yeah. That, and that's the deal. I mean, this would be a very hard pay-per-view to follow up. I get it. Um, It'd be easier it, on the women's front because you have yeah. Sasha and Bailey and, and like, Alexa and yeah. mm. this one would have to be one of the big four. And frankly, with seven matches uh, and it's probably and SummerSlam, things, th- th- this is either a SummerSlam or a WrestleMania, uh, you know, sort of a thing. Yeah. I mean, because that U.S. ladder match, uh, the I mean, it, it's it's every belt on the line basically. Um, and so it's got to be one of the big four and one of the bigger of the big fours for it. And so you can have the down pay-per-view three weeks later. That's WrestleMania payback. Uh, <laughs> backlash. Backlash. WrestleMania. Payback, WrestleMania. Backlash. Money. WrestleMania. In the bank. Backlash. Payback. Payback. <laughs> WrestleMania. Backlash. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That'll work. I like it. I. I uh, and I. I truly think if. if JLB had had time to sit down and put him in order. His would have been a little bit stronger. I, I he was on the spot right off the bat, so I am going to give him a, a little bit of a pass there. No, no, that's fair. I, I I really should start writing, making a list. But honestly, it's all off the cuff, and then I get nervous, and then I'm like, boo, and I can't do it. <laughs> so no, um, the it, the thing it, I will it, say, JLB, you needed a milk crate ladder match, the milk crate challenge ladder match, and it needed to you be. Know, I still haven't watched these yet. I just don't want to. <laughs> no, that, it's that's so never happened. Stupid. You would be inventing that. <laughs> so no, 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 it's a TikTok thing, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I just never watched it because I'm like, this looks stupid. But wow. I could see Moxley and and. Uh, um, Joey Janela in that match, and it would be horrible and deadly. O- only if you put a a barbed wire baseball bat at the top of the the milk crate. <laughs> so whoever got to the top of the milk crates could could get it. Use the barbed wire baseball bat. But no, yeah, uh, in, in fairness, I will say this. In fairness. JLB's oh, right. challenge was harder than mine because his challenge was make something better than something that we feel was within the top three pay per views of all time. Yeah, period. Right. And in WWE, that's pretty easy to do. And, right <laughs> and for me, my challenge was just make something that's the best WWE pay per view in recent memory. Right. Now, I may have. In my opinion, put together potentially the best WWE pay per view of all time. Um, but that wasn't really the, the challenge, was to just be better than what WWE has been. And that's really easy to do. It is. I mean, it is. Literally, well, I, and 
we said this on su- on Sunday, I think, or last Tuesday. WWE is actually the most talented roster still. They're just the worst booked roster. But yeah. So so anyway, moving forward. This milk. Oh my god! <laughs> this milk yeah. challenge is freaking stupid. <laughs> I said, you know what? I just talked about it. I never watched this. This stupid. I mean, this is might be right up there with the Tide Pod eating. Like, oh yeah, it's it, it's a death trap. All I'm saying is, how do you get right all of up, these crates? This is it's, crazy. Like, it's right up Joey Janela's alley. Alley. Oh, for sure. And jo- and uh, and John Moxley for sure. This idiot is actually going crates. on the top one. You have to stack milk crates tall enough to reach the bat. Now, it doesn't have to be 10 feet tall. You could do like a four-foot ladder. <laughs> or, or or even Jeff Hardy's alley, too. Or maybe when he was younger, yeah. not so much now. Or Mick Foley. <laughs> no, not now. <laughs> you, you can't control what direction those milk crates go. That's the problem. This is ridiculous. This guy's kind of doing it, but... This well, you you could gimmick the milk crates by by gimmicking them together, super glue setting them up together. so they could be interlocking. That's that's what yeah. you would do is make it so they can be interlocking. That's the whole point, mm-hmm. guys. It's not a challenge anymore, is it? It's it's cheating. Yeah, it's a wrestling match, dude. It's a wrestling People match. You do have to, to be die. able to control it's the cheating. Ending. No, no. <laughs> oh my god, this guy fell right in between. <laughs> I'm gonna watch these all night now. Screw making designs. <laughs> to watch milk crate challenges. Uh, so so we'll go ahead and it's your fantasy booking, sir. To my fantasy booking. I just realized I, I never changed it to your uh, bookings. Yep, it's okay. I enjoyed Sorry. my name always. Be- oh my god! <laughs> all right. So um, so mine, mine. I was, I was gonna be real, real dickish originally, and my original thought was I was gonna challenge you guys to fix Raw. I was gonna say, f- just fix it somehow. But considering, I, I think I just did with this. If they followed <laughs> this, right? Um, WWE's problems would go away if they did that. Well, I mean, there'd be enough fire off of that one pay per view that you could, you could ride the coattails for a while. Yeah, I mean, literally, you could have uh, Lashley versus Keith Lee, uh, Karrion Cross versus Keith Lee, Lashley versus Karrion Cross for for three months, feuding over who gets a shot at that uh, Raw title again. Uh, Flair, of course, trying to get back the title from from Baszler, um, while Ripley and Neo Nia Jax would be after Nia, it too. Nia Jax coming after it, and then of course throwing in Alexa Bliss and all the other, you know, Raw women's uh, people. You know, uh, Tony Storm versus Becky uh, leads to a whole bunch of potential Tony Storm wanting it back. You still, of course, uh, Tony Storm wanting another shot. You still, of course, have um, Sasha Bailey, Sasha coming back, Bailey Asuka. coming back, Oscar. Exactly, you've got a lot of choices there. Uh, the universal title match, Nakamura Owens can continue to to feud over over you know who gets a shot again, and then you have Roman down the down the road. Um, and this would this time he's coming in not as the current champion, but as the as the person trying to claim the belt. Um, and then that U.S. belt ladder match sets up three new raw or three new main roster 
potential stars in Gargano, Swerve, and Kushida, uh, with Gargano being being the new U.S. title holder. Uh, there's a whole lot of stuff you can go off there. And I'm just realizing I had seven matches. I didn't do the Intercontinental belt not at all. Nope. So, mm. Nope, sure didn't. You also but didn't they, do the women's tag belt. I sure didn't because they, they don't have any women's tag teams anymore. No, they don't. You're right. Um, I suppose Sasha and Bailey could come out and run a vignette. Yeah, they they could <laughs> they could be, rejoin the bots and the hug connection. Just still a dumb name. Um, but anyways, um, but I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be that guy and challenge you guys to fix Raw or fix fix main roster. I'm I'm gonna let you guys have just a little bit more fun. Um, uh, you guys are gonna pick either. Adam Cole or Brian Danielson, and you are going to book their first run up till the next pay-per-view um, in AEW. So you're going to book what their feud's going to be, who they're going after, what they're trying to do up until the November pay-per-view. Um, of course, if one of you picks uh, Cole, then the other one has to pick Danielson. So I'm going to let you pick who you want. I feel like they're going to be doing. I feel like they're going to be facing each other, though. It's going to lead, end up leading to them facing each other in November. I feel. I didn't say to predict what it is. I said you're going to book it. <laughs> but that's you what can, I would book. You okay, can, if, if if that's what you book, that's fine. I won't book that. You pick your person because you have okay. to pick some. You have to pick eight weeks worth of match. Uh, yeah, nine weeks worth of matches. Nine oh yeah, that's true. Setup. I mean, setup. It doesn't That's have to be matches a- every week. You don't have to pick nine matches to occur. But That's set up. All right. I'll go with. Uh, I'll let you. I'll let you have the baby. I'll go with Daniel Bryan. Adam Cole, baby. So who's going my, first? My underarm waved at you. <laughs> <laughs> you go first. I'm going first. Okay, so we're going to start off. Um, I, I really love the concept of Elite being as um, about um, being draped in gold, kind of like number one, Kenny Omega has been, and number two, uh, Undisputed Era was. So <clears throat> I think the feud that, that is easily set up with Adam Cole Bebe is that he – is going to work through teamwork type stuff. So um, he's, he's the singles competitor that is not Kenny Omega. So uh, yes, I know Brandon Cutler's there, but mm, he's not, you know, he's not, he's not elite. They they also have Michael Naka, 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 Nakazawa. Not going to, not going to be elite anymore. Um, they are, they are henchmen. They are not elite. They are, they are, uh, if, if, uh, if it was the mafia, they would not ever rank as a Don. So, um, Adam Cole, baby is going to have a feud. I'm going to start him off with a short feud with, uh, Darby Allen just to say, look, I can beat the same guy that CM Punk beat. Not a big deal. whoop de doo no biggie. And then CM Punk's going to inter- interfere probably three weeks in. Um, and uh, he's going to beat CM Punk. 
Um, at that point, he's uh, he's going to uh, give CM Punk his first loss, but CM Punk's going to be like, man, I'm not here for guys like you. I'm here for uh, these young guys that that are great, that that are the up and comers. You're you're not an up and comer. You're a has been. You know, kind of a uh, bullshit call out on Adam Cole for being 34 when when he's like 45. You know, <laughs> like I think that'd be pretty pretty cool. Um, Adam Cole's just like ah, whatever. I beat you. I'm I'm moving on. Um, and he's going to transition to the TNT title. So he'll, he'll take out Mox or um, anybody, anybody who's a number one. So there's going to be a, a group of people vying to become the number one contender for Miro's title. And Adam Cole is going to take them out week by week. So he's going to come out and just last shot them while they're in the ring, having their match and continually interrupt and just boom hits him with the last shot, boom hits him with the Panama Sunrise, whatever it may be. Um, just finds an opportunity to attack the the contenders for Miro's title to bring all the gold to the elite, and then he's going to get his title shot in November because what's going to happen is Cody's going to come out and be like, "Fine, you want that title? Here's your shot, but it's your first and your last shot." You know, kind of playing on the on the wizard wizard that Adam Cole does as his last shot. So, um, and he's going to win the title off of Miro, causing Miro to have his first loss. Now, Cole yeah. can lose matches in there. He can even lose the one to CM Punk. You know, through shenanigans or something. But he's going to get the title shot with Miro and. Miro's gonna that's gonna be Miro's first loss is Adam Cole, baby. And uh yeah. That's how I do that. That first run. I want the Derby match. I I want a jungle boy match in there. You have um, to. Well they're against each other, right? Like elite versus good guys. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe a Christian Cage match, probably not. And Christian Cage would just be like, I'm gonna go off to Impact for a while, <laughs> um, right? I mean, he'll be back, it's fine, but um, you're gonna have you're gonna have a Daniel Bryan feud in there, but that's not what his real goal is. His real goal is to bring the elite all the gold, and mm. if he's putting all the gold back with the elite, he's gotta beat Miro to do it. But he doesn't. Lucha Brothers doesn't have the gold anymore. He has the gold now. Well, okay. Yeah, and that's fine. That's not his job to bring the Lucha Brothers, the gold back from the Lucha Brothers. His job is to be the mid-card champion. Fair. Until he decides that he wants to challenge to be the main card champion. Until Kevin Owens comes to no. AEW, Young Bucks end up going with Adam Cole and they build Mount Rushmore again and then Adam Cole is going to go after Kenny Omega. The, the reason they'll do that is because Kenny Omega lost to Hangman. The reason the Elite will break up is Hangman's beating of, of Kenny Omega. That's what I truly, truly believe will happen. I think it was but. you guys who told me and this was my other wrestling group people. My bad. Apologies. Uh, <laughs> um... That in no, I think it was actually Smarks, Smarks who told me uh, that it was it was Adam Cole who got. 
Someone got backstabbed. It was Kenny Omega got kicked out, or it was they killed Adam Cole? Yeah, they killed Adam Maybe. Cole. And then yes, they had a yeah. seance. They held a seance on being the elite this week to bring him back. <laughs> did they really? They did. It was. It was really. I, I'm telling you guys, you have to start watching Being the Elite. It not not just for storyline because so much of it's just silly shit. But they do shit like this, and they held a seance <laughs> to try to bring him back. Um, and and it and worked they, six days well, later. And and they they failed uh, the seance, or at least so they thought. Uh, and so they left the room, and and then uh, the camera cut and the, at the seance, and some smoke happened. And then there's Adam Cole, um, but uh, he he pulls out his his phone. And he's like, "What's going on? Where where's where's Super Dragon?" Uh, you know all this stuff because uh, going back to his old PWG. You know, stuff like that. And then he pulled his phone out and he goes, holy cow, that's the date? So storyline-wise, according to that, is he, he's been dead for the last five years and <laughs> uh, uh, doesn't have any memory of WWE, that, of WWE <laughs> time. So there we go. Ratings, that's what I want. I mean, it works. They can do it. All right. So my turn. Yeah. So I think one of the good things about uh, Brian Danielson is the fact that you can really get him to really face anybody because he's kind of that CM Punk kind of guy. Hey, I'm here to help out the uh, the earlier talent, uh, the newer kids. Then here to help everyone out and whatever, right? Just a good guy. The fans are gonna like me. <coughs> Side little note, because I just remembered. Is there a reason why Daniel Bryan didn't do the whole yes thing? Is he technically not allowed to? Uh, he in the media scrum, he um, addressed it. He says he doesn't know. He doesn't think WWE trademarked it or whatever. However, uh, he hasn't he decided whether chance. he's going to do it at all because it is a WWE thing, and out of respect for WWE, he's not going to try to capitalize on that. But he also said. That that's in the past. In the media scrum, he specifically, you know, CM Punk can be all here, like, you know, I I just want to work with the young guys and and make them look good and everything. He goes, no, I'm here to kick their fucking teeth in. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, so so he's he's definitely going with a more aggressive um tone tone with it. Um, also, yeah, you know, well, just even his song too is I'm gonna kick your effing head. So, mm -hmm. so uh. So I, I do want to point out, because I just looked it up here, and at least according to the the uh, users of Cage Match, uh, AEW All Out is rated by them the number one uh, AEW event, number one of all time. Uh, the only one that's actually above it is uh, AEW Dynamite number 65, which was the celebration of Brody Lee. Um, and, and that's got a higher rating, but I... That's a sentimental rating there. Um, not so much about the matches. Um, but it's it's above all of the other ones, accord according to them, 461 votes. And, and it's above revolution when John Moxie won, huh? Um, yeah, it's above let's let's let me see if I, wait Rev, revolution 2020 was 8.57 rating by cage match. 
and this one is 9.58. Hold on. Time out. People are just spoiled, bro. They're it, getting caught up with the Adam Cole. and It wasn't the best eight. Come on, man. It if it wasn't for those surprises, no way. Can't possibly be not better even. than the exploding ring match. Mm. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Is that double or nothing? <laughs> Exploding I ring, baby. Was that double or nothing? Or that on twenty twenty one? No, yeah, no, it, it wasn't. Was it was on a pay per view. That's for sure. Double or nothing. But well, yeah. I, I just couldn't remember whether it's double, double or nothing, or it might have been the second revolution, which would really suck. Revolution. Um, if it was revolution, I can't find it on the. Did Moxley? No, because Moxley didn't hold the title exactly a year. It had to be twenty. It had to be rev double or nothing. I'm pretty sure it was double oh, or nothing. Click it. Just see. So. Here, here's the deal: is um, da, da. um, maybe he did hold the title exactly a year. It, There's it, only been it three was champs. Um, it, it was right around a year, but I'm I'm gonna say that it was not double or nothing because that one, the main event was the AEW World Title three three way with Kenny Omega versus Orange Cassidy and Pac. Okay, of this year, yeah, of this year, yeah. It might have been Revolution and Revolution. That'd be crazy. Then I'll, then we're all just sitting here waiting for Revolution for title changes. I don't remember Orange Cassidy being in the main event against Kenny Omega oh, at a big pay-per-view. Yeah. Damn it. Did I miss this pay-per-view or something? <laughs> okay, that's fair. Well, Fine. you only gave it a C minus, sorry. Oh, Jesus. Don't even like you would have remembered what I gave it. Okay, so why don't you why don't you book <laughs> Dan, Daniel Bryan real quick? Yeah, so Brian Davis. Uh, Brian Brian Dennis. So honestly. Uh, it's going to be more along the lines of Daniel uh, Daniel Bryan. Brian Danielson is going to try to get to uh, Kenny Omega and Adam Cole, but the elite is always going to kind of swerve him, right? So he's never really doing anything uh, with them per se. But every match, so Daniel Bryan, though, is like, listen, I want to kick some heads in. I'm here to wrestle. I like wrestling, and they're going to show that whole thing that he did afterwards. I am a wrestler. I like wrestling, blah, 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 blah. I'm going to kick some heads in. So he's literally going to take on anybody who sees fit. However, the first person you're going to see him kind of uh, do a little thing with that might last a few weeks uh, closer to um, a month would be with. I'm thinking you either do something with either Chris Jericho. You kind of do like a nice little like best in the world kind of thing, right? Jericho makes fun of Daniel Bryan for. Uh, because Jericho's no Jericho's face now, huh? Yeah, pretty much. Damn it. If you want someone to make fun of him, it's MJF. It's MJF, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, that might actually be pretty fun too. Because Daniel Bryan's all about respect and he's all about kicking his up and head in. Um, so he maybe does something a little with MJF. Um, they kind of lead to they get, but. Th- 
every time Daniel Daniel Bryan's technically going to go on some kind of losing streak, though, because the elite is always going to somehow do something to tamper with the match, whether that is actually get involved or they play around with the uh, rules. And I know AEW is not a huge fan of necessarily. Well, no, but Kenny Omega does it all the time, though. And so do the Young Bucks with those people, so it works. Um, so that kind of happens until <clears throat> until the legends eventually corner him, uh, corner the elite to eventually go in the ring, and they, they basically make it a, a thing official for the November pay-per-view. Um, before the actual pay-per-view, though, you are going to have the elite versus like Daniel Bryan, Luchasaurus, and Jungle Boy. You're going to have a full-fledged like five-on-five matchup. Um, but before, honestly, before that, you're 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 pretty much going to have Daniel Bryan basically do open challenges, and it's going to be against old-school WWE legends. Like Jericho or do something with CM Punk, perhaps. Uh, but it's all going to be out of respect. The only problem is it's just going to get to a point uh, where the elite is always messing around. And I believe you will see MJ, uh, you will see Kenny Omega versus Daniel Bryan at November's pay-per-view. Here's the hoping for the title. Unless, no, 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 unless he would have to, yeah, you will see that because I, unless you do Adam Cole first. No, you're going to see him go against, go against Kenny Omega, but that's when Adam Cole is kind of just going to mess up that whole scenario. Kenny won't be losing it to Daniel Bryan because Kenny, uh, uh, Daniel Bryan will be doing something with Adam Cole for up until like next year sort of ordeal so you'll still have kenny omega keeping the title uh and omega essentially challenging kenny then um sorry page eventually challenging kenny in november and saying hey we'll meet at whatever next pay-per-view is and that's when kenny will officially lose it but daniel bryan will not be getting the title, and then we'll go on a lengthy feud with Adam Cole, baby. <clears throat> no, not a fan. No, I, you know, I like it just fine. Uh, I mean, in the end, like you'd said that when when I brought him up, you're like, well, I think that's going to be the feud, Adam Cole versus Brian Danielson. I don't. I think the feud's going to be Adam Cole versus or uh, Brian Danielson versus Kenny Omega. I think Adam Cole's going to be a uh, a pothole in the road for it. Okay. <clears throat> but but in reality, I think it's going to be I'm coming after that belt. Uh, you stop him, boom. Mm-hmm. You know, I get past him. I'm okay. still coming after the belt. That's what I think would probably happen. But in the okay. end, though, I I I want to see Brian Daniels or Kenny Omega, right? Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Either one, I'm good. It's just I don't know. I don't because I feel like you don't put the title on Daniel Bryan. No, you don't. At least not in the next year. 
No, I 100% say you don't, right? right? But here's the here's the deal. That's 100% based on the fact that Kenny Omega is going to hold on to that title. In my opinion, this is the way to do it. Kenny Omega is going to hold on to that title until Hangman Page comes back to beat him for it. Right. The the person to take the title off Kenny Omega is going to be Hangman Page, and it's going to be by Hangman Page kicking out of the one wing and Angel, um, and then hitting. Hitting the buckshot lariat and the the dead eye for the you, victory. You think they're gonna give that to Hangman Page? I, I think that's one hundred percent what they're building up for. Wow. Um, be, and and one hundred percent, it's going to be the biggest pop you sure. ever heard during a match. It's not going to be CM Punk pop, um, <laughs> you know, but <laughs> but it's going to be the biggest pop you've ever heard during a match when. Hangman Page kicks out of the one-winged angel and is able to come back and then win via the buckshot lariat and dead eye. Mm. Um that's that's gonna be that's the storyline to tell. But during that time, you have to have banger matches because, like you said, we know that Hangman Page is taking some time off. We know that he, that was reported months ago. Um right. You know, when he lost to, to, um, well, not months, but a month ago when he lost to Omega in that match, it came out that that was always the plan. He was going right. to lose and take some time off to go be with his pregnant wife right? as they gave birth to their baby and then spend time with the baby. And frankly, as a father, I wish I could have spent more time with my baby. So I'm all for it and spend as much time as he needs. Um, but in two months, when full gear is about to come up, um, that full gear is the time to have Hangman Page come out after after Kenny Omega wins against whoever. In this scenario, it would be Brian Danielson, you know, uh, um, and Kenny Omega is you know celebrating in the ring, and then Hangman Page shows up and says, you know, I want another shot. And everyone's like, yeah. Because they won't do a five-man, will they? They won't do an actual five-man for the pay-per-view. Elite versus Luchasaurus, Daniel Bryan. They might uh, for, for um, Stadium Stadium Stampede. Is that, is that officially they're going to do that every year now? I guess so. Huh? I think, yeah, they're going to do that at, at Double or Nothing every year, I think. Um I think that's their goal. I mean, here's the deal is um, in the future, post-pandemic, they might actually be in a stadium for Double or Nothing um, right. instead of just being adjacent to a stadium. So they might have some shots there for for Legit a stadium stampede crowd. that actually goes through the crowd and goes into the, the ghetto. Uh, Here's the hoping for that. areas and everything. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but no, that they've done four man matches before. They've done you know four way tag matches. They've done uh, cage matches. They they could bring back blood and guts. Mm. You know, and and have a five on five match at blood and guts or something. So I mean, they they've uh, got lots of stuff they could do there, but. Nice. Yeah. Either way, guys, dynamite's tomorrow. 
<laughs> yeah. We don't have to wait long to really see the nope. end. The, what happened don't. right after all out. So super stoked. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun seeing whose whose face gets kicked in first by Brian Danielson. And so for those of you who don't know, the reason why Daniel Bryan Daniel Bryanson didn't come out with the final countdown is because it's too freaking costly. Fifty thousand dollars per time play. you use it. Yeah, per that's play. it. Um really? and, Yeah. Well yep. ROH went to apparently like a show in like England or something, and they wanted to get the rights to use it. It was like fifty thousand dollars then in two thousand eight. Then I think it became like really popular in like twenty ten. Um here's so the deal. It's probably even Ring, more now. Here's the deal. Ring of Honor and ECW um spent a lot of their time um uh, playing by the concept of we'll use it until we get a cease and desist. Um, and even right. then, if we get sued, we will put it in litigation for decades if we need to. So we never actually have to pay for it. Um, <laughs> that's what that's what Paul Heyman, like literally his his whole mentality was, you know, just I wonder if Metallica ever tried to sue them. I feel like I, that's something Metallica would do. They very well might have, but again, <laughs> Paul Paul Heyman, because if I'm correct, Paul Heyman's parents were lawyers, right? And so uh, his whole concept was just tie it up in litigation, and we'll never have to pay it because it'll just constantly be in litigation. You know, <laughs> they might get a victory, and we'll appeal it, and go back to court, and and keep it in litigation, and then you know by the time it got done and out of litigation, all that stuff. ECW didn't exist anymore. Um, right. And they couldn't go after WWE for it because WWE now owned ECW. WWE were people using it and they weren't currently using it. So, anyways, but we are going to go ahead and move on to our game that we play every week AEW Ring of Honor or Impact, where uh, we throw out three current WWE wrestlers that need to be put in one of the other promotions. So um, I'm always the one who starts it off because uh, I made up the rules. Um, so your uh, challenge is uh, three wrestlers, two of whom are currently known to be frustrated with their time in WWE, and one of whom who probably is, but we don't know. Um Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Shinsuke Nakamura. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Okay. Um, I'm going to take KO to AEW. Um, not for Rushmore, but for just the pure mic skills that I, I, think, I think any feud he has. It's just fire. I look forward to every feud he has, even mm -hmm. when I know they're going to fuck him over in a in a last man standing match, um, all of that. So I'm I'm absolutely fine with that. Um, I don't think they're gonna fuck him over. I think WWE fucked him over. Um, Shinsuke to uh, Impact and Sami Zayn to ROH, and this is just this is, this really is nothing against Sami Zayn. Um, there's just 
number one, he had a great career in ROH. Number two, uh, I, I think there's so much more upside to, to Shinsuke. I think he, I think that unfortunately Sami Zayn's been booked to hell. Um, and that sucks for Sami Zayn, but at the end of the day, he has to rebuild what he spent time building before in ROH. So, um, and that's a good, great place for him to do it. And he would draw there. It's just Shinsuke. Shinsuke needs the, the, the pop that AEW's crossover or crossover with impact would give him. Okay. JLB. Um, Yeah, I think I'm going to have to agree with Kevin Owens to AEW. Um, Just Mike Skills, phenomenal wrestler. He's tight with everybody there. Um, He can easily do something with 2.0. He can easily do something with Mount Rushmore. He'll fit anywhere he goes there. So absolutely perfect fit without a shadow of a doubt. Uh, I do think you bring Sami Zayn, though, to Impact. I think Sami Zayn is just as good on the mic, uh, just as athletic to go with the X Division guys, um, stuff like that. Um, it's really hard, honestly, but, I mean, I don't know if Shinsuke's ever been to ROH. I'm guessing not. I'm thinking he's just been in New Japan before WWE, perhaps, or All Japan, whatever have you. Um but yeah, I think that's where I'm going to put them just because I feel um, like Sammy can even use um, his El Generico gimmick still in Impact as well. So that will work. What are you talking about? Gimmick? I don't know, guys. Whatever. It works. It's El Generico's retired. Sammy yeah. Zane still wrestles. Sammy Zane is bringing El Generico back out of retirement. Okay. And they're going to tag together. It's just unfortunately, one will always be leaving the ring and never show up to be his tag partner. It's going to be entertaining and interesting. And if anyone could pull it off, it's Sammy Zane and El Generico. <laughs> okay. uh, but yeah, I think that's what you do. So who wants to go next? You missed it once. We had I had Smarks book Sammy Zayn versus <laughs> El Generico. He was so mad. Yes, he I did not like doing that at all. He ranted for an hour. It was bad. <laughs> oh man, you, you gotta definitely here. post post which episode that is because I'm pretty sure the fans would love. To I'm 97 percent sure that uh, Smarks uh, deleted the episode from our vocabulary. No, it is up there. <laughs> I hate it. But it's God, he was so mad. He was like, it's impossible. They have the same moveset. It's going to be boring. It actually would be boring. I'm would telling boring. you that. They'd count to each other all the time. They, it's it's like they, they're in each other's heads. It's crazy. It's almost like they're the same person and they know exactly what the other one's going to do. That's what I'm saying. It's mind-boggling how well you know someone. Anyway, I'll go next. Okay. Oh, no, don't um, let me be last. My out of mine is garbage. Okay, go. You go next. <laughs> okay, JLB gets to be the cooldown. Woo! Cooldown. Yay! I'm the Paul White freaking QT Marshall match. Ugh. Um, all right. So I'm going to make this hard for you guys. Um. Every time he does that, it's super easy. Yeah, you gonna show us some nipple or something? Yeah. <laughs> I always have nippleitis. That's why I'm wearing a black shirt. You can't see them. Um, 
And it's why I wear light shirts. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see them. Uh, that's why I wear sleeveless shirts. Uh, mm, Billy. <laughs> um. I can't unsee that. Um, yeah, all right. So, uh, guys. How they itch. <laughs> so, you guys are getting... Guy, mm. I bet your REM sleep is just unbelievably good. Why? Because when oh, you're thinking, your eyes sick? flash back and forth, man. No, to be fair, that's anytime I'm focusing. So even when I'm reading, it's really messed up. People are like, what the fuck? How is you reading that fast? I'm not actually reading that fast. My eyes just freaking go bonkers. I see perfectly well, though. My I, I don't see everything going crazy. Well, in, in fairness, I think it's just magnified by your glasses. So we no, see no, it as... But it, it still happens, though, I think, when I remove them. So let me well, know if you guys eventually see it. And I think it's because my eyes have been magnified no, so much kind of that, thing. It's that's kinda, my point, is, thing is it's magnified by your glasses. I don't think they're moving as much, but with your glasses on, they look like they're moving. Well, they look well, like they're doing this. We will test that theory. I will do mine without my glasses on, and you guys will let me know at the end of it. My while eyes are also thinking. really small. What? While you're thinking. No, no, no. I got it. So, uh, guys, you are picking Elias, Omos. No, you can see him still, dude. No, I'm saying you can, yeah. can you still can see them. They just don't look as drastic without the thing. Oh, okay. because, no, but they're still because moving. They're still moving. I'm I'm just saying here, here what I'm saying is with your without your glasses on, they move like this. I can't with, see what you're doing. <laughs> with your glasses on, without your glasses, they move like this. With your glasses on, they look like they're moving like this. Because your glasses okay. magnify your oh, eyes, yeah. and so yeah, and, it just looks bigger. Yeah. So that looked bigger, and the movement looks bigger. It's still right. there. I never said it wasn't there. I was saying that your glasses are magnifying the movement to make it look bigger than it actually is. Anyway. Uh, Elias, so, uh, no, no, I'm switching it up. We're gonna have Sammy, Cesaro, and Shinsuke. God, it was gonna be harder, harder with Elias and Omas. Um, it's so, hard. so Sammy, uh, Shinsuke, and Cesaro, correct? Yep. Okay. Um, uh, of those three, I'm putting uh, Nakamura in AEW. I am putting uh, Cesaro in Impact. And uh, Sammy Zayn's going back to Ring of Honor. Um, that's uh, that's the best place for him in this particular configuration. Uh, but Cesaro in Impact could have, I mean, just some matches. Cesaro versus Moose would be fun. Cesaro uh, in the X Division going up against Josh Alexander would be bonkers. Um, or against Chris Bay would be fun, you know, and so on. And then, like, I personally, I I would love to see Nakamura in in that AEW title picture. So that's my choice. World title picture? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I'm I'm gonna switch it up, um, mostly because we're supposed to. Um, and I'm gonna put um, any one of these three 
there, there's not one of these that's resoundingly above like Kevin Owens was with the other. Um, that that said, I'm going to put Cesaro into AEW. Um, I think there's something to be said for what Miro's done as a big powerhouse who, who doesn't talk a lot. Not that he doesn't talk at all, just doesn't talk a lot. Um, and, and I think you could give him a really good Cesaro swing type gimmick. And so I think that works. Um, I am going to put, I don't want to shit all over Sami Zayn. So I'm going to put him into impact. Um, and, uh, again, any one of these three could go to any one of these three locations, but I'm going to put him there just because I want the fire matches. Um, the, his, his mic skills amplify something for impact that, that, um, they aren't good enough to carry AEW. They are good enough to actually carry impact. Um, I feel like he'd be the best guy on the mic. Of those three, yeah, he is. No, I mean an impact. Oh, an, an impact. Um, yeah, I mean, barring maybe Scott Demore, uh, S- Sammy Callahan's there, and now Christian Cage is there. Okay, Cage, so, fine. Yeah, and and Sammy Callahan it has good mic skills. He just has an irritating voice. Ah, uh, that's what it is. Okay. <laughs> so, um, and then. Uh, that that puts Shinsuke in ROH. Now that said, had Shinsuke stuck with the no speaker English um, story. interviews, yeah. uh, I think you carry that in anywhere. And he he cuts great interviews, and then he gets to a tough question, and he says no speaker English. Oh my god, I loved it. And he should yeah. do it over and over and over and over and over again. That's how good it was. I don't but, know why they dropped that. I really don't. Uh, I think that they got some some heat for it being insensitive to the Asian market, but I think I, that's I personally I think, think they just dropped playing. it because they it, it wasn't catching on, it wasn't marketable. So they're like, uh, let's Oh my gosh, that is so marketable. In fact, let's make a shirt, no speak of English. <laughs> And you even had them do that with Funaki back in the day when he wouldn't even say anything, but he'd be like, indeed, you know, as another voice. Like it was, they've done this before and they know it works. Funaki got widely popular because of that. Yeah, he became one of their announcers because of it, for heaven's sake. So, right. yeah, I think, I think it's cool. I, um, but they did drop that, and again, it's it's about the the cold market. And right now, he's got kind of a cold market where Rick Boogs is carrying him in matches, and and uh, very short term. In the long run, Shinsuke is still the better wrestler. Um, but there's there's hype around Rick Boogs right now, and so Shinsuke is kind of the back of that picture too. So That's messed up. It's but it's true. It's yeah. where it's at right now. That doesn't mean it's correct. It's just where it's at right now. So, do we know when Shinsuke's contract is ending? Um, Never. He he's actually said he wants to be a WWE life. Yeah, he likes he likes WWE. He likes the income. He likes the United States. Um, somebody would have to throw AEW would be the only one with the money to throw at him. Um, and then they would have to see that he's marketable enough to pay him WWE money. Mm. I mean, he literally has said, I'm here for the money. Yeah. And, right. and my family is happy here. 
Right. Okay. So I I don't see him leaving WWE. He he I, is the Moxley of WWE right now. I don't see him leaving regardless of what they do. Yeah. I I think uh, he said, but however, I there've been lots of wrestlers who've said they're WWE lifers who end up. Uh, no, I mean Jericho. But I mean, right now, back in uh, March. Shinsuke Nakamura suggested he was unhappy in WWE. Oh, did he? Um, yep. So that's post the interview that I was talking about, which was mm-hmm. when he renewed a couple years ago. But again, AEW changed the landscape. Definitely. It also changed the amount that, that the little guys were willing to spend because they could spend less and share. Well, and and the other thing that changed the landscape is WWE's current uh uh willingness to cut almost anyone yeah and yeah. that feels shinsuke mean, nakamura might not have a choice in the matter as to whether mm, he goes someplace else or not i feel like aew was the catalyst for um for the little guys to be successful which is mind-boggling when you think about it because aew is being so successful but i feel like they were the catalyst for the little guys to be successful because when was the last time you followed GCW until, I don't know, Matt Cardona was there? Or Moxley uh, held the title? Like, literally uh, followed it. You didn't follow it before that. You might have had it on, you might have had it. Zello Pro showing up in Kearney, Nebraska, made Smarks and I, Zello Pro fans, at mm-hmm. least for a couple months. Mm-hmm. And then we found out mm-hmm. Jordan Grace is going to be there. And we're like, now we're Zello Pro fans for a while. The other reason we found it. <laughs> The only reason we found out about Jordan Grace is because AEW came in the picture and we went, holy crap, well, maybe we should look at Impact because that's a regularly watchable television program. And we went, holy crap, this chick's awesome. And so... Um, AEW is also one of the reasons watched NWA, NWA's paper. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, like- it's, it's they have been a catalyst for the little guys. And, and if... Vince can throw all the money in the world at it, but at some point, if, when Vince isn't in charge, either WWE's going to have to come at it really, really strong, or they're going to have to accept the fact that they might be the competing tier of the premium. <laughs> well, There's still point, a big dog on income. I think it's Disney's going to probably going to be Disney or NBC's problem then, because I feel like Vince is getting ready to sell in the next three years. Well, it'd be at least five because he wants to max out his Peacock contract. Unless NBC buys it. Peacock is owned by NBC. Never mind. Anyway, moving forward. That's why. Next challenge. Um, I'm going to take what I would consider the best segment of this show tonight. And uh, um, I'm going to take the the championship match from that best segment. And you guys are going to rebook Keith Lee, Karrion Cross, and Bobby Lashley. All right. Move um, okay. Keith Lee, Karrion Cross. I'll go mm. first. Go. Um, I feel like we might have done this aside Karrion Cross. <laughs> well, I, I'm sure I think we have, I, but we I'm sure done we've all done three all three of these wrestlers separately, but I don't think we've done them all together. So, um, I'm doing. Uh, it's is going to be a little weirdly boring, um, but Keith Lee to AEW. Um, that just makes a ton of sense. 
uh to me he's he's got the most charisma he's got the most upside uh, i think overall out of all of them um even though i love carrying cross i'd love for him to go back to being killer cross and just killing people but um but that being said uh that's kind of how they're booking him right now too so that's a plus yeah i mean at least they're having him be be and everything. I would love it if they didn't give him a stupid gimp mask, but that's. I, w- I was wondering if Killer Cross had a stupid gimp mask. He he no. he didn't wear it last night though. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Ring in it. Oh, maybe I was in the kitchen. Yep. Oh, <laughs> the- he 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 gave a backstage interview without it, and then put it on to come to the ring when he quickly changed clothes and everything. Uh and then and then of course took it off in the ring. Still has the stupid suspenders too. Blows. Um. Anyways, uh, Carrying Cross is going to go back to Impact, where he can be Killer Cross and can be World Champion again. Um. And unfortunately, that leaves Bobby Lashley going to Ring of Honor. But let's be honest, Bobby Lashley is probably going to go back to MMA. Um. For sure. You know, and so doesn't matter where you put him. Uh. Because uh, unlike a certain other WWE wrestler. Uh, Bobby Lashley, Bresner. Yeah, Bobby Lashley actually has a uh, really good record in MMA. Not in UFC, of course, uh, but in in MMA just in general. Uh, well, so. Brock Lesnar did too until he got beaten by what's his face. Well, which one, Couture Gabe Velasquez. No, Cain Velasquez. Well, both of those guys beat him early, and then. When he came back the third time, he it, it was not pretty. He lost three times in the UFC. Well, he lost to Sylvia on his, in his second match. Yep, Tim Sylvia, and then he lost oh, to Randy Couture yes. to lose the title. Yep, Brock, Brock Lesnar lost to Cain Velasquez to lose the title. Yep. His and official record is five three and zero. So five wins, three losses, uh, zero, and then one no contest. Snap. Oh, wow. Okay. I thought he only lost twice, technically, because I knew Velasquez for sure, obviously, because that's how Velasquez got the title. Um, Randy Couture uh, beat him once, and Tim Sylvia beat him once. Tim Sylvia beat him for a non title match, but made his ass tap out. Right. To an ankle lock. <laughs> yes, I remember. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Brock. So, what happens when you try to freeze Frank Mir 5,000 times and think you're tough? I mean, with all due respect, um, no Frank Mir's about. I don't want to. I don't want to <laughs> fight Frank Mir five thousand times. Um, are you done? What's happening? You I just mean, said yeah. them all. I said them all. I'm done. So okay. it's your turn. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna switch that up a little bit. I think like, I got Karen Cross, Keith Lee, and Bobby Lashley. Okay, so. Ricky Booby Leslie. <laughs> oh my God, I, what a great character. Ricky, Ricky Bobby Bo- Lashley. Ricky Bobby Lashley. <laughs> if you ain't first, you're last. <laughs> yeah, he's got to have his smoking hot wife. <laughs> Ricky Bobby Lashley. You ain't oh, first, you're last. That's, that's Bobby Lashley's next, next gimmick. Bubba Wallace can introduce him. Everything. It'd be great. <laughs> 
That would be pretty badass. But then, you know, that would definitely be a WWE gimmick. So that means you would have to stay in WWE, which means this is not going to work for my fantasy book in here. Um, Good. So I don't trust AEW with Bobby Lashley. Um, I think you bring Bobby Lashley back to Impact where he did his uh, most shining. I, I think him against, I don't know if Moose was in the company yet. I don't think so. Um, but him really versus anybody, give him against Moose, give him against um, any of the the powerhouse guys um, would be a good time. I can only think of Moose right now because I feel like everyone else is too flipty do for him. Sammy Callahan. Um, Sammy Callahan, I know, but Sammy Callahan, I feel, is more too hardcore for Lashley. I don't see Lashley doing any crazy street fights or something, unless he did back in TNA, and I don't remember. Um, but yeah, but I found honestly, I found Lashley was the one with the most enthusiasm. Uh, he had the most enthusiasm. He was the most eccentric when he was an impact. Um, for some reason in WWE, they don't give him any kind of control, and he's so soft spoken that it's just ridiculous. And it's just like I, you're not a threat, bro. Like I don't believe you. You have MVP hyping you up, but then you get on the mic and you sound stupid. Um, Boy, you didn't watch that- him in the Impact then. Yeah, I don't know. You didn't watch no, his most recent promo. That's what I'm saying, though. In Impact, no, but in Impact, he, had, he was good. He had a hype man. He was eccentric. He's he's eccentric now. His his almighty gimmick is almost exactly the same as the dominant Bobby Lashley of of TNA. <laughs> the dominant. Yeah, but I feel I've seen a lot more promos with him on Impact where he was actually like yelling and good and i don't know now it's just more he says a few things and then mvp says the rest he I, just I, seems I guess, like he's controlled i'm gonna, re- I'm gonna rephrase this the and and this isn't to question you because i i love the move of him going to impact but i'm gonna rephrase it for now okay imagine for a second that you can choose either um ultimate warrior to cut your promos for you or Chris Jericho to cut your promos for you. Okay. When you have Chris Jericho as your hype man, you take Chris Jericho as your hype man. Right. No, 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 no. For sure. And, and MVP, MVP is, is great on the mic. I don't. I don't know if he's comparable to Chris Jericho. I feel a. Uh, it, it was. It was. It was. It was amplified both directions because Bobby Lashley is by <laughs> is no means an ultimate warrior. <laughs> That's fair. Ready or never not going to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's fair. Um, so yeah, last Me and all the other almighties are going to raise the roof on you. Ugh. Until the stigma of your evolution becomes twisted and tormented into a steak sauce of epitome. Ugh. That didn't make any sense, but that's exactly what Warriors. That's was exactly what Warriors. Yeah, none of Warriors ever made sense, so <laughs> you're you're fine there. The steak of epitome, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. Steak sauce of epitomies. <laughs> what? What did he just say? Uh, I'm pretty sure that made more sense than his WCW promo when he came in. So I'm I'm good. I, I feel very content with that. Well, it um, certainly wasn't as long. It's <laughs> valid. Um, okay, Karrion Cross. 
Yeah, I, I'm not a fan of Karrion Cross. So he goes to ROH and he can be the big guy there. Um, and you got to have Keith Lee in. Uh, you got to have Keith Lee in AE Dubs. He just fits there. I just don't know how well they're going to use him. That's I crazy. Like, I think we all differ on this. What? I would have Karrion Cross in, in AEW. He would have been my second choice for AEW. The only reason I didn't is because Keith Lee. If it had been almost anyone else in the challenge, uh, you know, Karrion Cross, Bobby Lashley, and fucking Seth Rollins, I probably or would have put Karrion Cross in, in AEW. I, I got to look um, at more Karrion Cross matches, I guess, because... Go, yeah, go back. Here's the deal: is it, you can't judge Karrion Cross by his WWE run. Like, uh, even his NXT run was too short to truly. truly That's it, because all I remember was that Karrion Cross, uh, the Adam Cole match at one of the takeovers for the title. That was Karrion Cross, right? Well, it was six people, including Adam Cole. No, 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 but it was like a one-on-one is what I'm saying. It was like a, a one-on-one match. It was one of the last takeovers or something. I don't know. I'll look it up, but I'll definitely, maybe I'll have to do some more research on uh, Karrion or at least look at his pre-WWE days because uh, from the way you talk about him, it sounds like I'm missing uh, missing something here. So, Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Here's so this deal. is where we close the books. Or I, yep, I would say some characters are best not speaking, and Karen Cross fits in that category. Karen Cross can can speak, but he's got to be. Frankly, he's got to be Goldberg level of I'm gonna come, I'm gonna kick your ass. That's it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't you don't without expect the Goldberg Cross smirk without yeah. the Goldberg. Oh, and, and <laughs> I really don't want a catch line. I want I'm I'm gonna kill you out in the ring. What he did with with Morrison was nearly perfect. I'm gonna oh okay we're gonna have a match and I'm gonna kill you. You're going to die, and that's it. I don't want a who's next out of him. I don't want to catch the no. phrase. Catch the phrase. That sounds like a problem. Is they're giving him the the catchphrase now in WWE because now he's saying you're gonna fall and pray. Yeah, oh, that's he's dead anyways. It's done. Move up to the main. You don't even see Keith Lee tonight either. Like, here's the hoping he goes to SmackDown or something. Because Jesus Christ, I don't know what they're doing on Raw at all. Fine, at you guys all. can have my name. Can I just have a match? Mm. <laughs> oh, Jeez, what is Leaf Key doing in the Impact Zone? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, on that note, we will close the book on the Fantasy Booking Institute. Uh, Make sure to go down to the doobly-doos and uh, click all the links for our Patreon, our merch store, and all of our social medias there. Also, make sure to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast, whether you're uh, following us on the live streams that we do every Sunday night and Tuesday night, whether you're listening to or watching them on replay or just doing the audio version of it on um, any of the podcast players, make sure you're subscribed to get notified as soon as we post new episodes. Because, um, so do it right now. Click that. If you're on YouTube, right, click the thumbs up, and then click the subscribe button, and then a little bell next to it so you get notified, right? Yeah. Boom, right there. Um, But that's the best way to support us there. But if you want to support us in other ways, the Patreon... 
and the merch store are the best ways to support us monetarily. Uh, go to the merch store and get yourself a Sasha Bear shirt before uh, we get a cease and desist. Uh, I might get a Sasha Bear mug. I don't know. I feel like getting a shirt or a sweater is a bit too much. I think I'm going to get the mug. I'm, I am 100% wearing a shirt. Probably I'm gonna the largest. I'm going to get the largest women's sweatshirt they have. <laughs> Sasha Bear on it, and I'm going to wear it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, go there. But we also have the Piss Ant Podcast shirts. We got all sorts of shirts and merch and everything. Dad, I wear on a Mugs, mugs hats, uh, toques. Hey, look at Pretty you not saying beanies. I, I, actually, I, I, I have to uh, confess, we Banana ordered hammers. one of the toques, and we weren't exactly, because uh, it's it's a jerseys uh, style, so it's made out of t-shirt material, not warm, fuzzy winter toque material. Really? Yeah, I was a little disappointed yeah. in that. Is there like the, the, the nice toque available, or they just may, have the, maybe the see. Oh, maybe they're just waiting until winter to bring them back. I don't know. But right now, mm. it's jersey material. So um, I will tell you, the Piss Ant Podcast banana hammock is incredibly comfortable. Yes, yes. We it was a limited edition run. <laughs> it was one, one. <laughs> yes. Um, it's just it's just hard to find companies that will make them that small. Um, <laughs> so so we just had to had to just make it a. A one-off, you know. <laughs> it, it's a it's a relatively large banana hammock. It's the hammock that's small. Yeah, it's the, the hammock part that's small. I mean, we the we rest went to it is pretty big. We we went to one of the manufacturers the that makes like bikinis, right? Like the really really small Brazilian ones, uh, and they said and they could just use it. the extra the fabric thing. on the rest of it. Um, so they, you know, they just made the hammock part a little smaller and then put the fabric elsewhere. Yeah. Uh, so it actually, it's not a thong because of that. No. Yeah. It's, it's actually wider <laughs> in the back. Surprisingly. <laughs> so we're closing uh, the books or uh, where, did the, where did this podcast go? <laughs> so good. This so is good. my fault. <laughs> so, so so good. But make sure. So well. Make sure to support us that way, or our Patreon uh, <laughs> is a great way to support us. Just a couple bucks a month, uh, a cup of coffee. Doesn't ruin that now with banana <laughs> hammocks and uh, no, made it better. Uh, make sure to follow us on the social media, though. You can follow me on pretty much any of them: uh, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok at, at Raw and Order WBU. You can follow Da Fabe at. Vincent D. I'm sorry, D. A. Vincent K. Fabe. I like to have my title. It's important. Yeah, because yeah. I don't it's, have other things. Obviously, it's, it's almost <laughs> like you haven't spent the last two years saying D. A. Vincent K. Fabe. You um, know, but I've spent forty calling myself Vincent K. Fabe. So. Mm-hmm. My education too. Wow. Yeah. It's, well, <laughs> you know, you were an assistant district attorney for a while. Yeah, so it was ADA. Yeah. Um, and that's why it's not verified. Yeah. No, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. Oh, it didn't happen. Right. No, it didn't happen. Sorry. <laughs> you can also follow JLB at JLB420. Real Talk Radio, though, is the brand at Real Talk Radio 8. Of course, anchor.fm slash RTR for all your other streams, whether it be iTunes, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, the whole nine yards, whatever you like. It's most likely on it. Uh, if it's not, let me know. Um, 
There is um, another wrestling thing I do. It's more of a recap shindig uh, at WTN Wrestling on all the platforms. Uh, so, because I'm a whore. So, if you guys want to support what? my whoriness, you Crap. certainly can. And it's absolutely free. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I guess I'm still down. Uh, I'm still down with these guys. I'm down since day one ish. So, skank. I got you guys. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that's it. Skank out. Yep. Uh, so, on that note, we're going to close the book. Uh, just make sure to like, share, and subscribe. Thank you all for listening. We will see you soon. <laughs>